Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back. This week on the podcast, we give step-by-step strip instructions on how to tear down a shed i'm elaine i'm carly i'm john i'm tony each of us has picked a specific movie genre i have horror thriller i have science fiction fantasy i have drama and romance i have action adventure we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that in our opinion have not received the respect they deserve you won't see any of these movies on anyone's top 10 list but maybe by listening to our podcast you can give these films a second chance today's pick on the podcast is carly's pick enough said enough said <laughs> from 2013 it would not surprise me if you've never heard of it. Because <laughs> when Carly picks, we give these movies a first chance. <laughs> Deep dive. That's so true. Huh. It's about a divorced woman who decides to pursue the man she's interested in and learns he's her new friend's ex-husband. I'd be okay with that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, let me give you some tips. <laughs> about how I gave her some tips. Hey. hey. <laughs> like when she when she has two fingers in front of her lips like this and she's pushing, yeah, she's angry. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine was just doing that. She's not angry. They hey. can't see what I was doing. <laughs> I know, but Tony could. So that was really that. I'm just that was trying to fidget audience. quietly. Mm. Uh, I appreciate. That. But yeah, I, I would be supportive. There's an episode of How Much Your Mother. No one appreciates that. Where Ted Mosby gave Barney Stinson advice for dating Robin. I'd be that guy. Because hmm. you know. But that was all out in the open the whole time, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Ava's a shitty person, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spoilers. we were watching it this morning. I said, John's going to hate her. John's going to hate her. <laughs> I just want all of our listeners to know that periodically throughout this movie, John would silently lift up his hand and flip the TV the bird. <laughs> I did not flip the TV the bird. I flipped Ava the bird. Uh-huh. In the TV. All right, so this movie was written and directed by Nicole Holoff Center. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but she also wrote and directed a movie. Movies called "Please Give," "Friends with Money," "Lovely and Amazing," and "Walking and Talking." I have never seen any of those movies. I feel like I heard about "Friends with Money." It seemed very familiar when I looked at her IMDb. I'd never seen it, but it's I, funny because I have friends without money, so it's <laughs> like the same thing too. but different. <laughs> I like to have friends with money. Actually, I do have a couple friends with money. They're not really close friends because I don't have any. So. <laughs> Friends or money? <laughs> yes. He's got a couple of friends. Two of them are in this room. Yeah. Aww. It's you two. The dogs are here? <laughs> <laughs> but the dogs are in here for a Not his friend, I'm his wife. That's different. All right. She also has directed some TV, uh, an episode of Gilmore Girls, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Orange is the New Black. Oh, I still like that show. episodes of Parks and Rec. See, Orange is the New Black first couple seasons were great. Then they mm-hmm. went to shit. I only watched season one. I did not want to rewatch season one before season two, and I never picked it up again. A lot of people I like season one, but I don't want to watch it again. I don't I like, like that season show. three. Everybody like jumped off. It's like, all right, um, uh-huh. she's only supposed to be in jail for a year. You're going on like your fourth year. No yeah. one cares. You're, you're stretching this shit out. I didn't shows. care during season one. I didn't think it was very good. I liked the character backstory flashbacks. I really liked that. How they but, got there, I really, yeah, yeah that was, I enjoyed that that was good. I yeah. But then at the end of season one, when they did the thing that makes it so she has to stay in jail, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. 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 I don't want to watch this again. <laughs> nope. It was like, no. <laughs> no, like, that's good. A little far for me. No, no. no. All right. <laughs> Starring in this movie is Julia Louis-Dreyfus, 
who everybody knows from Seinfeld. Never heard of it. What's it about? Veep. What's it about? Sure about uh, nothing. Oh, nothing. New Adventures of Old Christine. If I was doing something, we'll do nothing. <laughs> we got James Gandolfini. Never heard of him. I've, I've, from True Romance. Yeah. <laughs> We're Welcome back to, to the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> one of his first film roles to one of his last film roles. Yeah, mm, that's true. true. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what we'll do is, um, what was that movie he was in? Uh, Get Shorty. One right in the middle. Yeah. Was he the guy that beats up Travolta? He was the guy that beat up Travolta and, and yeah. didn't take it personally or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That was a good scene. This movie is actually dedicated to him. It says for Jim. Well, Jim died like him. right after this. Yeah, he never saw the completed movie. He died before it came. I out. I hate him as much. <laughs> he what? Not what? <laughs> we Spoilers. Have Catherine Keener, who was also in the Forty-Year-Old Virgin and being John Malkovich. She seems to be in all of this woman's movies. Oh, she is. It's, they must be friends. <laughs> it's like her buddy. <laughs> I think they said this was the fifth movie she wrote and directed, and it was also her fifth time working with Catherine <laughs> Keener. Well, it's like if I was making movies, I'd have a man, Tony, and all of them. Oh. He looks Start happy about movies. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they won't make any money, but, but well, you'll, you'll be gainfully employed. Exactly. You never know. We have Tony Collette. Yeah, Clerks made a shitload of them. <laughs> That's true. She's also returning to the podcast from Fright Nights. Yep. We have Ben Falcone, who plays Will. He was in 17 episodes of Joey. <laughs> and then he's been in a couple Melissa McCarthy movies that oh. I haven't seen. Uh, we have Tracy Faraway plays Ellen. Um, she's known for Hologram of the King, or for who the, the King. Who the fuck is Ellen? <laughs> the daughter. The daughter, Eva's daughter. Oh. We have her friend Chloe, played by Tavi Gevinson. See, Chloe, I know. very familiar to me, yeah. Because she looks like Imogen Poots. Ah. <laughs> her, a couple, couple her, times I'm like, wait! Oh. Her and Imogen well, she's Poots should f- start a Thelma and Louise type movie. <laughs> called Bangs and Bangs. Well, just so you know, now shoot she, guns, she's, but she's my bangs. favorite character now. Because she looks like Poots. <laughs> I was waiting for her to start kicking ass in this movie. Or maybe out on the fringe, because in some countries, <laughs> ah, bangs are called fringe. fringe. <laughs> and the last one I wrote down was Eve Hewson, who plays Tess. She was in Bridge of Spies and Blood Ties. I've not seen those movies either, but... <laughs> All right. All right, so I will point out that this movie falls under Carly rules because it's not technically underappreciated. <laughs> falls under Carly rules well, you know she what? doesn't play by the rules. Yeah, Let's see. So what does it one. say? Give us it the information. Yeah, Tony's movie made a billion dollars. Uh, it's made on a budget of $8 million, okay. and it made seventeen and a half in wow. the Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, did it do any um, like advertising at all? Because they usually blow a lot of money on that. But I, I had no idea this movie existed. So yeah. See, that's no. why it falls under Carly rules. <laughs> so they didn't blow the money there. It's probably a Cannes Film Festival movie or something. I think it was Sundance, I think. Sundance. It won a bunch Sundance. of awards. Yeah. And uh, has a 78% Metacritic score, a 75% audience score, and a 95% Tomometer score. <laughs> but <laughs> no one saw it. I have to ask you. Yeah, that's Carly. why it's a Carly rules. <laughs> I like it, and, and nobody saw it. That's Nobody best. saw it. We're yeah. going with... Well, if you figure $17 million divided by, what, 10 bucks a ticket? Uh, not too bad, but... Look, it made its money uh, back. Since we're here, we might but as well. But it's not a mainstream <laughs> movie. This is not a movie that most it's people have seen. It's definitely not Transformers money. We didn't no. get dressed up for nothing. We didn't get dressed up for nothing. There you go. Get a Ray. <clears throat> All right, I have two reviews. John Wirt from oh, not me. The Baton Rouge Advocate said it's a touching romantic comedy that doesn't take the easy way out. There's no shortcut home. On the other Rocky hand, four. the movie G 
said, For mature audience audiences, it's something adults will enjoy more than kids and teens, but the movie was just alright, kind of slow. <laughs> yeah, I don't see a child enjoying this. It's not a family it's not movie. It's not a family movie, and it's not a movie made for people who are in their... You know, I defy that man. I defy that man to find any child that will enjoy this. This is a movie that's made for people. I would say twenty-five to sixty-five. And yeah, doesn't have to be women, but I think it was made for women. Men can enjoy it, but it seems like more of a chick flick. <laughs> so I well, disagree. <laughs> and right. I'll tell you why later. That's okay. like your, their, your opinion, man. So what did you think going in, John? I thought when you said it was enough said, I thought of uh, Bernie Mac because in the movie Ocean's 13, the name of his company was enough said. Casino Dominoes. Casino Dominoes. That's what I thought. All right. I haven't seen that movie. Those are really? good thoughts. Mm-hmm. I saw the Okay. 11. Your birthday's coming. <laughs> My birthday's coming. You know? Yeah, it is. Actually, no, I could probably do that one because I think it's not, well. You could do 12, yeah. but you can't do 13. I might be able to do 13. I'll have to do some, well, by Carly rules, I can do my <laughs> Carly gets special rules. <laughs> All right, Tony. Tony had seen it before. Yeah, I had seen it before. Oh, I, think I, I think I With got nerd. it from Redbox, didn't I? No, I was just at FYE wandering around looking for a different movie. Oh, okay. And you Sometimes know they have that buy two, get one free stuff. or something. I saw it. And I, this I one's a freebie? That, yeah. You know, there's a lot of things. Once you have two, you get one free. Your standards go down. You're like, I'll, sure. I'm like, I haven't <laughs> like, I've seen, seen that. I've seen this. Like, I kind of like that. And I like, you know. I've it's done like that. You Walmart. Where like, you're like, I like that actor. I like that actor. I'm going to get this movie. Yeah. This has a sword on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie with swords. It's free. I'll give it a shot. Hey, don't, don't doubt it, Tony. That's not a bad way to pick movies. Sometimes you come across one, you're like, wow, oh, this no. was great. And I would have picked it. It wasn't for free. Right, Carly? Yeah, it's true. See? It is. I'm glad I'm not alone on that. But yeah, we watched it before, and I was like, "Okay, cool. Yeah. You should do this for podcast." She's like, "Yes, <laughs> he master." He did say that when we watched <laughs> it. <laughs> what about you, Elaine? I had never heard of it. I didn't know this was a movie, but I said, "Yeah." <laughs> she said, "Enough." She's like, "Enough said." She's like, "I like the name Ava and Albert. Let's do it." I don't like the name Albert. <laughs> Is it's anybody not, else? I actually don't like the name Ava either. If I was well, naming my kids, Ava and Albert would not be Real on the quick, list. did anybody else, when they saw his name was Albert and it was Jan, James Gandolfini and they kept referring to him as heavy, think of Fat Albert? Well, she did in the movie. Yeah, not until she <laughs> said Hey, hey. The whole time. All the whole movie I hear is Hey, hey, hey. You think they should have renamed him once he signed? Although, they want they originally wanted Louis C.K. to play that part. Oh, that would have been bad. Uh, yeah, I don't think he would have pulled this. This movie would have been... He's not good enough for this. No, it's not that he's not good enough. I don't think it's the right role for him. I think they were wrong on that. He's not a good actor. No, he's funny, though, sometimes. Occasionally. Sometimes I think it would have changed the tone of this movie. It would have changed the entire movie. It would have been more of a comedy then. I think this is the first movie that you've picked that I feel is 50-50 drama and 50-50 romance. And I think he would have tipped it way more into the comedic. But it doesn't have a comedic... A, co- a romantic comedy energy. Yeah, but it could have been. Jim is not funny. I just can't look at, and it has nothing to do with the headlines, but I can't really look at Louis C.K. and not think of him like as pathetic, kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, he's Louis got. And well, stuff. well, yeah, he's, but Louis C.K.'s and, got. He's one of the. Um, kind of like. He's always, one of those sexual assaulters now. You know, yeah. Came out. Uh, he, but I mean, besides that, he's, he's one of those. He's in a gross his, dude. Roles, he's kind of. Like, yeah, like yeah. he's evidently been a real piece I mean, of shit. I've seen all his stand up. I know he's kind of gross. 
But that that being said, take that away. I don't think he would have been right for this role. But James Gandolfini apparently originally was like, I don't know if I'm good for this. And then actually he got a lot of notice for this role and people were like, oh, we can, he can do different stuff. He doesn't have to be that guy. He's good well, at other things too. There was another movie he did that got a, near the end that got a lot of notice too, where he, he was, was in a, a Mexican where he was um like the, the gay yeah. um, hitman. The Mexican? Yeah. I told her to do that one. Yeah. He got he a lot showed of a lot that of that he, too, no, he, he that was during the range. Sopranos and he was the complete opposite of yeah. the Tony Soprano character and everybody loved him in that. He's got, he, he was really show, good. He showed that. a lot of range in his last couple movies. My favorite tertiary object is the gun. Yeah, of course. The Mexican. Yeah. So we should do is that, that just so I can Maybe say. the bullet. Maybe the bullet? Wait, no. Is that the it. one with Johnny Qualify? Depp and the fake arm? No. 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 It's the one Brad Pitt. That uh, is Once Upon a Time in okay, Mexico. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Brad Pitt oh, no, the Julia Mex- Roberts. Oh, yes. I, I yeah, remember th- now. That's the I one remember. Julia Roberts and Brad Pitt were there together instead of um, George... Um, what's not George. Yeah. George Clooney. Okay. So I was going to say George Ocean. I'm like, that's not right. Danny Ocean? <laughs> <laughs> Could that qualify as an, ex- an action-adventure movie? Mexican? Mexican? Yeah. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> it's a romance. That's a oh. such a... I've never seen it. So. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you I what. remember I don't it. think that's underappreciated. I don't think we're going to get it in. Under Carly rules, know. maybe. But other than that, I think it did very well. I don't remember. I remember well, I watched it. Maybe we should it. check. Well, we ain't doing nothing right now. We're starting this movie because, you know, we're 30 minutes into the podcast. We might we want to. We are 13 Ooh, minutes 13 into the podcast. And a half. All right. So the movie Hey, Daniel Cormier won the heavyweight title. No, I'm just kidding. Hmm. And we I see put that out. Ava, our main character, lugging around her massage table to people's houses as she goes through her work day. We see that it's not a glamorous job. <laughs> 55% on Rotten Tomatoes for the Mexican, by the way. Just saying. Hmm. I thought it was funny because they show her massage clients. And there was the older gentleman who obviously had some bad flashulated. breath. Flashulated. He had yeah. some. No, I think he flashulated. They, they, in the credits, <laughs> they list her three um, massage clients, and one of them is named Hal, but it's the young guy with all the steps, not the dude with <laughs> oh. the bad breath. And I was like, what the hell? It's Halitosis. Yes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, one of them's Hal? This is great. His name is Halitosis. And I'm like, oh, it's the young dude. No. No. That's not what we want. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll get to it, but... I got to stick up for the guy who stood there while she brought the table up because that was a no-win situation for him. I didn't feel there was any problem with him standing up there while she brought up the table. Nope, that was her job. Because if, if he would have offered, but I'm, I can't do it, but I need your help. Oh, shit. Now you're in trouble. No. <laughs> she asks for help like he did. Sure. I I don't have a problem with him not helping her lug that I, table up the stairs. If he's her massage client, I just assumed maybe there was a reason he wasn't helping her. Like he has a bad back or he has a bad <laughs> It's her job. Yeah. Her and job she, is to come to she him. She her table around. It's her table. If she can't carry a massage table, then she probably should have a studio. I tell you what, it freaks me out when customers offer to carry my equipment at work for me. I do not want them to. I'm afraid they're going to break Don't touch it my shit. or drop it. Yeah. Or it's going to be too heavy for them and they're going to hurt themselves. Like, I'm used to carrying it. It's my job to carry it. Please don't take it from me. I wouldn't, <laughs> don't touch my shit. I wouldn't it's a touchy, touchy subject nowadays. expect him to carry. I never... I didn't think it was weird. Yeah. All right. So, moving on. So, anyway. Sorry. Uh, my fault. Tangent. Number one. That's fine. That night, she gets ready to go to a party with friends, and she asks her daughter. With, like, Phoebe and Monica and shit? No. Not those friends? Be, wouldn't that be Well, nice? Phoebe was a masseuse, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll be there for you. No, her friends, Sarah and, what's his name? Will. Will. She, her daughter's like, where are you going? And she's like, you want to come? And her daughter's like, why? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> That sounds like my daughter when I ask her to go places. Why, why would I want to go do that? Because <laughs> like, you're going to leave soon and I'm going to miss you. 
Because I want you to live like, yeah. the, the horizontal life, no, I'm the vertical cool. life. I'm cool. <laughs> She's always laying on her bed, but like playing on her computer. Never mind. Why am I still talking? <laughs> <laughs> so in the car on the way to the party, her friends. You've been drinking. <laughs> Have you? No, I've been breathing all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah and Will argue over which one of them should fire their mate. Apparently, she puts stuff back in weird places, and it's driving them crazy. And. Will, that would bug me too. Will wants Sarah to fire the maid because he had to fire the gardener, and it's not fair that he always has to be the bad guy. And she, and it's harder for her. And he thinks that she should grow a backbone and fire the maid. Did anybody feel sorry for this woman, for the maid or the lady? For the lady who had to do the firing. <laughs> no, uh, this is enough. No. Zero sympathy for the rich bitch who has to fire someone. This is, well, <laughs> this is a nothing plot. Yeah, you go, whatever her name is, Consuela. What's her name? Kathy. Kathy. Yeah, her too. You go, Kathy. Please stop putting this stuff in here. Okay. She does it again. I've told you already, stop doing this. She does it again. Goodbye. I mean, it's that simple. I feel like if you have a bunch of stuff all over your house and the maid doesn't know where it goes, maybe you have a basket where she just puts stuff that she doesn't know where you it goes. do that too? <laughs> I just buy them. Yeah. At the con- get one from the container. I don't have a maid. <laughs> I don't feel any sympathy for this woman, but I do have sympathy for this argument. As someone who does who has some strange social anxiety about things. Like every time John wants you to call and order, order pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, what, what is with that? I've lived with people, and there's people that don't. That's you. It makes me really uncomfortable. I don't want to talk to a stranger on the phone. I don't know why I yelled at you. <laughs> really? Yes. My friend, my friend, well, I don't want to say their names, but I've had friends Let's like that. Let's say his name is Will. Okay. <laughs> Will. Dog trash. <laughs> He's gay, but we don't hold it against him. Well played. He, uh, he, th- my one friend, they won't do that either. They'll, they'll be like, dude, I'll, I'll buy all the pizzas if you order it. And they get off. I'm like, dude, just... What I, you you can order stuff online Look, from almost everywhere now. So. I don't want to talk to strangers on the phone. I have a Why? real... I don't know. It's just a thing. Can't and you just write down what you need to say? Go, hey, I need I, large pepperoni. I'm and... still talking to a stranger on the phone. <laughs> Very minimally, though. She what if I mess it up? About it. Look, it's just... You mess it up? You don't answer <laughs> to these <laughs> fucking people that make pizzas? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I can't explain it. All right. it's okay. Now, I will say, one time, I called place to order wings for my dad's wing-off party, and the dude was, like, really rude to me on the yeah. phone. And, like, on. wanted to argue with me about how the wings were prepared. And I was like, is this really happening? <laughs> what if I can't, no, hold on, hold what on. If Before... I can't understand them? What if, and, look, I have a hard time um, with accents sometimes. And it's me. It's not that you... Like, I can't understand what you're, you're saying. We got it. And no. I can't, and it's not like a particular accent. It's all okay, accents. <laughs> it could be a New York accent, a deep southern accent, a foreign accent. It's hard. Hey. And especially if there's a lot of noise, and I feel like I'm a terrible person if I have to say, I can't understand you. I you can't. Can just I can't. Hang up. And you know what they go? Thank God. <laughs> I just, I, have, I don't have to do an order like, now. Like, while Carly over there will talk to telemarketers for 20 minutes, I'm like, just hang up the phone. But I've had this argument with John before. No, I want you to do it. Why can't you just do it, woman? You're being ridiculous. But I don't want, can you please? Is he doing it in Mr. T voice? It sounds like you'd do that in Mr. T voice. Well, I do pity the fool. Just do it, woman. (laughs) Order that pizza, woman. (laughs) 
He'll pay for it. I don't ever it. call her woman. I don't know why she's said up. it. But I've never once in my entire life said woman. Well, you need to start. <laughs> well, I'm just keyboard. saying. I'm just saying. We've had this a similar <laughs> argument about me not wanting to do something very ridiculous. Treat your mother white woman. Gives me because uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And him just like. You need to do it in Bill's character. I did, I did know a girl that wouldn't talk to waitresses, too. That That's was weird. weird. Yeah. That is weird. She was my like, mom, I don't like to order. My order mom has me. the same like, issue on the phone. I would order wrong stuff. If you're like, you have to really order, I would always order extra wrong onions. stuff. Like, we're going to give no kid, onions. All right, so like, double number two with extra onions. Here's the coupon called order the pizza. Oh, did I mess up? Tell it. And my mom's like, order the pizza. I'm like, they don't like it when kids call to order pizza, mom. They think that it's fake. <laughs> I make cross order a lot. Um, my mom used to make. He's getting a manly voice, though. But also, like, when I have to answer the phone at work, <laughs> when, like, with your talk. biggest voice ever, I call and her at work and it's like, who is this? I have a cut on the phone. <laughs> it's like the John Mulaney thing when he's in the bathroom stall. Suddenly, he sounds like the carnival guy. Oh, so Someone's in here. <laughs> uh, I have your phone number. I'm so gonna start calling you from here. But like, so we do this with Ray Man at work when we have to go to when we go to lunch. I always call him somebody else's desk, and so he's always like, "Hello, how can I help you?" And I'm like, "Yes, hello." <laughs> I won't answer random numbers. Well, I, think you're like, just, Hello, Blondie. I think you're just a scam. <laughs> um, but like, well, Sam from the IRS. You can believe that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No problem. Hey, look, if you get a call from the IRS and says that you owe money, you don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're not calling you. No. The IRS will make every attempt for you to pay them before they get warrants for your arrest. And if Trust they do call me you, on this. it's a real person. <laughs> it's not a recording. And they're going to be like, all right, look, you owe us 10 grand. We're willing to work with you. We'll take two. Yeah. It's like, well, shit. How do we work that out? They're like, because we're the IRS. We don't give a shit. <laughs> like, because of that 2000 I'm getting zero. Yeah. So. Mm. All right. So. Oh, shit. We're not even talking about that. <laughs> Calling her, are we? We're in the car. We're in the car on the way to the party. Oh, the credits man. haven't even come off the fucking screen yet. We're 20 minutes in, goddammit. Let's go. It's your job to corral the cats today. Uh, well, it's a short movie. We're cool. We're All right, cool. meow. Let's go. <laughs> so when they get to the party... We learned that the party's. We're not even at the fucking party yet. No. <laughs> oh, we are now. <laughs> we just got to the. We'll party. get there sooner if you don't interrupt. Oh. <laughs> the party is being thrown by a book editor and an interior designer couple that knows everyone, except for Eva, because she's like, "Who's throwing this party?" Everyone. <laughs> and we never meet these people. They're just throwing. It's a beautiful party, though. I want to go to a party like that. <laughs> I like the house. It's nice. It is nice. It is. I thought that the guy that brings hey, over Albert was the host. Because she tells him that he did a lovely <clears throat> job with all the, the, the hanging hangy, white balls. Hanging white balls. Oh, maybe. Anybody else with hanging white balls with like juggle? <laughs> yeah. <a little> bit. <laughs> so Sarah sees one of her patients, but won't tell them which which person at the party it is. Right. And then Eva goes off because she sees somebody from her gym, and oh. this lady introduces her to Marianne. Marianne. And Eva's like, ooh, I like the, I like your shoes, I like your dress. Like she's like, ooh, this. Whenever this I see Marianne, I think of she's the virgin, the virginator. You know. She oh took, yeah. She mm-hmm. took Steve Carell's virginity. <laughs> <laughs> and they chat a little. Marianne is a poet. She was a sexy and grandma. And actually makes a living writing poetry, which is a special kind of unicorn. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I don't know any poets, like actual poets. I know a guy that uses somebody else's uh, literature as their as their art. Mm. Yeah, but that's a different thing. I thought it was funny because she, Ava's a masseuse, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, look, she has a 
a job you don't hear about, but it actually seems like a real job. I, like I she actually has used to, to have a friend her, who did that. Yeah. But like the way the movie portrays it, it portrays it as a real job. She has to lug her table mm-hmm. all over. The She's got clients she doesn't like. But then we meet Marianne, who has a fake movie job, <laughs> poet who makes a living. Which Shell Silverstein did there, very well. There are poets that make a living, and yeah. that's fine. But this it's is a rare. fake. <laughs> and we also meet Albert, who has another fake movie job. <laughs> Albert has like the coolest job. At least ever. he's not making boats. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Not even baby boats. <laughs> Somehow making a living. Wouldn't be a rom com without fake fake dude boat. Fake, yeah, like dude fake, jobs. Fake guy job that like people are like yeah. no. But, but he has a very I make interesting. Boats any yet. He has an but interesting, how do you cool food job shit? that I was like, oh, but God they damn it. nice houses, like, <laughs> yeah. in crazy apartments. I thought people and were going to have real jobs this is why women are looking movie. for that guy and never find him because yeah. he doesn't fucking exist. I did use if his job is making boats, he lives in his parents' basement. Yeah. And she had her own table. And I would give it to all of my friends as Christmas presents or birthday presents. I'd be like, all right, we're going to come to your house. I'm going to watch your kids. She's going to give you a massage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would pay her like 40 bucks. I wish you still had that friend. Uh, Elaine once now. got me a, a massage. She came to the house, gave me a massage. I was like, wow. At first, like, this is so weird. <laughs> and then after about five minutes of the massage, I was like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Never did it again, but that's well, not we, the point. We went to, to do the foot massage thing we the one time. We did reflexology. Whatever. And uh, it sucked because... Like I don't, I don't know what you tip on something like that. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know, fifteen bucks, I guess. I don't know. So I, I gave him fifteen know. bucks or twenty. No, I gave her twenty bucks because I was, just, I didn't know what to tip. And I was nervous, so I gave her the twenty. He gave bucks. her ten dollars. Was it ten? It was ten. I remember this because I got oh. him on Groupon. She made you the salad cheese. So bags. it was no, free. <laughs> like I paid for the Groupon. Yeah. He just went, and we went at the same time, I think. But his appointment was before mine because I got a full body massage mm-hmm. and the foot, but he didn't want the. And you got just hands. He just got the <laughs> foot. Because it was water all over him. So uh, that's really nice. Leave, you should you should do it. And we we each brought like ten bucks to tip, and I had some extra cash. But they had a little thing next to the cash register that said how much you should tip based on how happy you were. And Tony gives her the ten dollars, and she like pointed at it like ten dollars was no, like she a looked minimum. Like she was if gonna you weren't cry. happy. <laughs> Because I gave her the 10. I was like, here you go. And she's like, oh. And she made like this face that she's going to cry. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? And then she points at the sign that says like 30 if you're happy, 20 <laughs> yeah. if it was okay, and 10 if you didn't like it or something. I was like, what? I don't like that tipping scale. No, no we shit. Pissed. I was like, we're not coming back here. Because then I gave him. I think I'd have been like, well, I, I was happy, but not now. So keep your hand, no. He gave her the 20. She didn't like give back the 10. She just took the 30. And I was like, how much? Okay, I got these for <laughs> cheap because they were Groupons, but. Then you seriously, that's, that's the biggest tip I've ever given. <laughs> I, I, gave, I gave my hairstylist after she spent two hours doing highlights $30 as a tip. <laughs> I used to get, I used to get massages because I got a Groupon and if after the Groupon. No, no, I bought you a Groupon. Uh, John gave me a Groupon. There and you go. after the Groupon, if you became that's a regular, you always woman. got the Groupon price. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I did that for like three months. And then she didn't tell me until after like the third month. like, oh, by the way, I've been getting massages. Like <laughs> it was nice. when I was doing API. It was wonderful. Oh, I was like, and, oh. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, it's like she was telling me she was cheating on me. She's like, I have to tell you something. I was like, what? She goes, I've been getting massages. Like a lot. I'm like, oh. I like, remember you like every two weeks. I went. It was wonderful. Like, I, I don't know how to take <laughs> that information. I tip ten dollars every time. Was it a dude That's, that was massaging no, you? It was a girl. Her I name was to ask Karen. Years ago. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> her name was Karen. I still have her number in my was phone. Is it your mom? No. Oh. She mom spelled it Karen too. K A R I N. 
No, your mom doesn't do that. Yeah, no, but my masseuse that I had for a while did, and she was lovely. <laughs> did she have strong hands? No, she was like... Because the masseuse that did me, she was a woman, and she had strong hands. I was like, this is great. Yeah, once she did my feet, too, I was like, ow. It was pretty fantastic. She <laughs> was like, I really liked that, but I never want to come back here. Because <laughs> that made me so uncomfortable, the whole tipping thing. It yeah, because so I tip well. Like, I, tend, I tip well on everything I do with that We always over-tip at restaurants. And I was just always. like, holy so, shit. And then they're going to demand a certain level of tip from us? I by was the way, like, this 30 dude. minutes in, still at the party. <laughs> this tangent was brought to you by Groupon Massage Gift Certificates. Get yourself one. <laughs> They're nice. And one for someone you love. And tell us someone you love about the Unappreciated Podcast. <laughs> and baby boats. Ask your masseuse to put it on while you get your massage. Oh, yes. Oh. Well done, Elaine. Oh, that would be good. Well that would done. be good. That well would be good. All right. You're not so, just a pretty face after all. Look at you. Hey. When Eva goes back to chat with Will, she tells him she may have just gotten a new client. And he's like, who? And she's like, that lady over there. He's like, oh, she's cute. She looks clean. And she's cute. And he, she's like, I bet you think everybody here is cute <laughs> or attractive. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and she's like, I don't see any men here that I'm attracted to. And just then. James Gandolfini walks up. They are. And I heard, on the shoulder woke from up behind. this morning. <laughs> no? You didn't hear that? No. Nope. Every time I see James Gandolfini, that's what I think. I know. And possibly the host of the party introduces I think he was them the host. to listeners. When you watch Albert. this movie, because you're gonna want to, um, <laughs> tell me if you thought really? that was the host. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna want to. We're about to spoil the ending. Oh, <laughs> this isn't that kind of movie where it matters. No, it's, it's a rom com. Really Everybody knows how. Not like Colossal. <laughs> where it might hey, matter. hey, hey, hey! Colossal trailer. So, you know what? Not that you. I have an itch right here. No. One of my monsters no, itching right now as well. Get it? Okay, you have it. to watch the news. <laughs> someone in Korea is pissed off right now. No, no, that's terrible. They're microphone. All right. What was so terrible? So, Say it. Say it. You scratched your head and you said, I wonder if my monster is itching right now, too. And then you reached down under the table <laughs> to scratch your leg. And it made me laugh because you reached down and scratched an itch. Oh, goodness. Uh, Sorry. All right. Sorry. All right. One was a fake itch, one was a real. My ankle itches. I, I know, fake. but it was funny. There you go. So, well, see, you wouldn't have said that. We wouldn't have had all of our friends out there going, well, what was the other thing? <laughs> so then one Will I'm shares off. with them <laughs> hey, that Eva isn't doesn't find any of the men attractive. And she's like, no offense, no offense. And Albert goes, no, I understand. I don't, I'm not attracted to anybody here either. And they all kind of laugh. Ha, 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 ha. And uh, then they talk about kids going off to college. And Eva and Albert both have a daughter leaving in the fall. And they both are not looking forward to it. Yeah. So, <laughs> on the way home, Will depresses Eva by asking her if her male massage clients get boners or hit on her. And she's like, we've had this discussion before. No, they don't get boners, and no, they don't hit on me. But you're making me feel bad about myself. <laughs> I only have the one massage, but yeah, no boners. You've she's actually like, had two massages. I have. We got a couple's massage one year for anniversary. Well, that doesn't count. You were there. Oh. <laughs> So the boner so you got didn't can't. count, or the massage didn't count? <laughs> Carry the three. <laughs> you still got a massage, dude. Yeah, there was no boner there either. Oh, man. But she touched my feet. That was a big deal. I don't like people touching my feet. And this masseuse touched my feet. And I was like, don't touch my feet. I was just angry the whole time. I got my feet. <laughs> people like foot massage. I you, don't like you people touching my feet. You can tell them when they, they say, is there any areas you want me to avoid or anything I should know? You say, I really hate it when people touch the bottoms of my feet. So please don't do that. And then they say, oh, okay. 
I, I didn't do that. I just sat there like, stop touching my feet. Stop touching. I looked over to Lane and said, stop touching my feet. I, I love a massage. I'm all about it. Me too. It's like, she's going to fall asleep and then this bitch is touching my feet. <laughs> so when she gets home, she sneaks into her daughter's bedroom and just looks at her while she sleeps. That's creepy. It's a little creepy. I wrote that down. Is it creepy if your mom watches you sleep? Yes. Because I thought it was. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> John's writing, yes. <laughs> oh, shit, here we go. So now it's a mystery number of days later. She takes her daughter and a friend to school and then begins her work day. Today is the first time she goes to Marianne's house. She's offered tea, and she's like, oh, wow, your house is really nice. I think she has a bit of a girl crush on Marianne. <laughs> I definitely think she has a girl crush on Marianne. Well, I think, you know, if they were a polyamorous relationship, this would have been great. <laughs> she does talk about threesomes a lot in this movie. She does talk about threesomes a lot in this movie. She's like, is that a thing? Like, Why are you asking me? I don't know. So after the massage, while Eva's cleaning up her stuff and putting her bracelets back on, they chat about the men in their lives. Marianne is dating a very sweet guy, but he has no sense of humor. She doesn't know what to do about it. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> that's a deal what he was like, that's a deal breaker. That, that is, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> I agree. I don't date dudes that don't have sense of humor. That's right. I'm with Tony on that. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Carry the three. And we learn that Eva's divorced and only interacts with her ex for the sake of her daughter. And the ladies kind of bond over shared feelings of, now when I see my ex, I'm like... That guy? <laughs> really? That guy? Really? You guys ever have any exes where you look back and you're like, why Why did I do that? <laughs> I've only ever dated one person. I don't believe that. <laughs> I know it's been a long time. When I see my ex-husband, I'm like, really? When I see your ex-husband, I'm like, really? When I see your ex-husband, I'm like, what a dick. <laughs> when he was your husband, I was like, I just don't understand. When you guys were married, I was like, hey, what a dick. I really don't like him. And then he started dating Tony. I was like, I like him so much. It's <laughs> like, if you break up with him, we're keeping Tony. But I totally related to this conversation between them where they're like, I don't even know why I ever started seeing him. I feel like Marianne is podcast. very much like, I never but liked then him. Then again, fuck you. And can't remember why she married him. But Ava can remember why she married her husband, even though she doesn't Even though like now him she's like... They seem like they have a better relationship than Marianne and yeah, Albert. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So then when, <laughs> when she goes to leave, Marianne says, I'm going to call you again. And she's like, do you want some chervil? And she's like, oh, yeah, I want some chervil. I'll take some chervil. And then she goes home and she Skypes with Sarah. What the fuck like, is chervil? What is chervil? me and John were like, what's chervil? Exactly. I don't know what chervil is. And that's, that's I thought it was like a baking thing. I, I assumed it was a spice for baking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another girl crush thing. Because you see this lady that like kind of wows you. And she's like, you want some of this thing I use? And she, you're like, fuck yeah, I want some. I'm going to take that. I don't know what this is. Of course I want What is this for? This is for the massaging of the wrist But I want you to think I'm cool, so I'm going to pretend like I know exactly what this is. Chervil. I'm all out as a matter of fact. I'm on my last chervil. Put it in your bath. <laughs> Everything goes in baths now. So. Yeah. Like, it, it's you probably like a could put bomb. some chervil in your bath. <laughs> I still don't a know what chervil bomb. Is. You get a chervil bomb. It's an herb. That's what Sarah says. Although she has to say herb because yeah. apparently uh, Eva has a similar problem to Elaine. It's a herb. <laughs> she says, I don't ever know what you're talking about. <laughs> huh. And Sarah's like, hey, there's a guy from the party that wants your number. Hello. And she's like, who was it? And she's like, it was Albert, the... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and she's like, that's funny because we both talked about how we didn't find anybody at the party attractive. And, well, he uh, liked your ass. <laughs> but we'll get to that. She's like, I don't know about him. He's kind of fat. 
And Sarah's like, you don't have anything to lose. And she says, well, he does. And then laughs with her mouth. <laughs> That's fat shaming, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I actually, one of the reviews I read said they took points off because of fat shaming in yeah. this movie. <laughs> yeah, a little fat shaming on that, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> so, fuck you, Ava. I actually thought it was kind of, there is some fat shaming, but I also, at the same time, think it's body positive. Because she makes a joke about his weight, but yet she dates, she goes out with him. And she realizes it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Which is one of the reasons why when I read that review, I was like, but she talks about how it doesn't bother her at all. Like, once they go out and she likes him, it's not a thing. Yes, when she, later when she gets drunk and she's having this hard time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get ahead of the plot. But ultimately, she realizes it doesn't matter. She's getting ahead of the plot. She's completely disregarding it. Carly's got to rein her in. All right. Come on, Carly, stay with the program. So now we cut to their first date. He swears he made reservations, but I don't think he did. I don't think anybody so. else think he didn't? Like he just maybe he called the wrong restaurant or made him for the wrong day. Like he he tried to call Savino's and he called Saviano, something, something like that. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> they chat while in line about his job and about TV. They don't watch current TV. It's where we find out that he is a museum curator. Has for, the coolest job for a ever. TV it's museum. The coolest, <laughs> coolest TV job museum. Ever. Yeah. Not a real thing. Uh, but they both... Although uh, maybe in California. Um, they both you know like, what? In California, in LA, you could. There might actually be... Someone who has to take everything thing. off of film. <laughs> putting it. It's the but, only place that job's even plausible. Yeah. That and then like somewhere like Bumblefuck, Ohio. Actually, I think it would be more <laughs> plausible they did it in Bumblefuck, Ohio. They take all that film and ship it to Bumblefuck, Ohio and they have to pay the guy half. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's a money saver if you ship it. I'm just saying. So uh, uh, Hollywood, if you're listening to us out there, and I think you are, Ship that shit to Piedmont, North Dakota. Save you a bundle. So, over dinner, they talk about baggage, basically. He's been divorced for four years. It wasn't really a mutual decision. She mentions that maybe she should get his ex's number. Imagine how much time that would save. And he says maybe should people should just wear a sign that says what's wrong with them. I really like, like what that. What would yours say? I'm a slob and I have ear hair. And she's <laughs> like, you can get the ear hair taken care of. He's like, I know, I did. <laughs> The thing that, that was a me good line. about this is she never talks about, or not never, but she does not say a lot about her marriage and her divorce. Mm-hmm. That's it, very focused on everything that's wrong with Albert's divorce, marriage and divorce. Mm-hmm. And it bothered me because he didn't say, what would your sign say? And she didn't tell him what her sign would say. And she never really talks about how... Other than the thing about the bread, mm-hmm. she never talks about the problems with her... Really liking bread is not a problem. With her. <laughs> she never talks about the problems with her I, I like marriage. Bread. And that, it bothers That's your worst quality, like, huh? I really know. All right. I want, I'm sorry. I'm like the husband. I want it to be fair. <laughs> Why does it always have to be fair, God. Elaine? <laughs> what are you, a middle child? Yes, I am. Uh, yeah. Way to open up that Pandora's box. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> But I wanted You're to getting know, a phone call three in the morning. Thanks, fucker. I like it when the characters are equally flawed. Because she obviously yeah. is flawed, but they never really talk about, about that. But they talk so much about the other marriage. Just, like, have you seen Thor this week? Balanced. Just finished it. Just finished it. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. We're going to watch a shitty movie. Want to come? No, because we're going to talk about enough set. Uh-huh. Mm. And they talk about the container store, yeah. which I've never actually been to, but I would love to. I would go to the container store. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go with you. Me and Tony have a thing. Yeah, we, we got a thing going we're, on. We're gonna, Maybe the next time we go late, to Ikea, actually. we should find a container store. <laughs> Make a day of it. I know. Maybe they have one at the outlets. I don't know. 
I've not been to the... It's me either. I can ride my bike from our house, but... <laughs> but never do. But I've never been. We drive by it all the time. Me too. So they Still talk about you No, know, we should make a weekend. Next weekend, we'll not go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. They talk about how hard it is to live with someone, and sometimes little things just escalate. And then he tells her the story about how he likes guacamole, but not onions, so he would separate the onions from the rest with Why a chip. Why don't you just ask for no onions? Okay. I, I think because his ex-wife I don't like guacamole, onions, so I don't know, so, but... Yeah, I think not have I'm with Carly on this. If I you're think sharing the, with somebody yeah. who likes onions, you're not going to say no onions. I think Carly has hit the nail on the head there, that the wife liked the onions, so he had no other option but to... Does anybody really onions. feel that strongly about onions? I feel like it was I such a big I feel problem. very strongly against onions. Oh, I love onions. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I'm not, Carly and John we could were, share a guacamole. But I'm just saying, if I... If I and wanted, she would push them away and I would scoop them up. Yes. Oh, onions. I don't understand what I like really onions and you hated it. I just scoop them up. I separated yeah. them for you. I feel extra. like. Right. I would be excited about so it. You, like, you don't like that? Shit. This is what I think, Tony. If you liked onions but I didn't, or vice versa, you would get your guacamole and I would get no, my guacamole and then I'd have to share my fucking guacamole with <laughs> anyone. No, you have a team building exercise. Me and Carly are building no. a team here. She's pushing away. I'm scooping them up. I don't have a feeling I'm onions in guacamole one way or the other. See, if what they're there, I'll eat them. If they're not, they're See, not. Look, but I do prefer my own bowl of guacamole, which what is what doing, I would do. What you're doing is getting cheese. You're so building barriers know. between you and Tony. See, me and Carla are bearing them fuckers down. No. He <laughs> doesn't want them. Because I want. he orders queso and I get guac. That's true. That's true. Tony and I just get the cheese dip. But my dad really likes onions, and when he gets like fried rice, he asks for extra onions. By the way, can and we I have just, Mexican for dinner? I just pick them out <laughs> and push them onto no. his plate, and he gets extra onions, and I don't have them. I'm not averse to picking them out. I just don't want to eat them. Oh, grilled onions. I don't think best. it's that big of a problem. But really, if it was causing that kind of marital issue, two bowls of guac. <laughs> guac of bowl is expensive. See, see we know who doesn't pay for shit when we go out the restaurants. <laughs> I got some guacamole in the fridge dip. right now. We always share Does the cheese Does it have onions dip. in it? Yes. Ew. <laughs> yeah, Tony and I both don't like onions, so that works for us. <laughs> I if like we onions. were going to order guac, just no onions. Can we I'm get like Joey, I don't, I don't like share food. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Oh, but he says his guacamole onion thing would make his ex gag because she was repulsed by it. And then suddenly the music gets louder, which has happened to me at restaurants before. You're there late enough, and suddenly it's like nighttime. And it's the like, disco ball drops. I thought there was some happened? kind of nightclub <laughs> next door or something. Like it was so no, weird. No, because they do that sometimes. Oh, sometimes yeah. we'll go to restaurants and like a band will start. We're like, whoa, man! Like, I didn't we know didn't, this was happening. We didn't come here for this. <laughs> we just wanted to have a nice, quiet dinner. That's why you should always eat on the patio if it's available. Oh. <laughs> well, and so he's like, hey, like, I'm Barry Jive in Uptown Five. You're like, shit. She goes, <laughs> like, we'll did the music get louder? And he says, no, it didn't. I think you just got older. <laughs> That's a good line. And he asked the, she asked the waiter to turn it down. He's like, I can't do that. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah. We're not turning it all down just for you. No, they really won't do that. Like, if, if the sun's in your fans, eyes, but... they might lower a curtain. But they're not changing the volume of the radio for you. Not unless everybody complains. So, uh, <laughs> she's like, he's like, I'm sorry I picked this restaurant. And she's like, no, it's cool. The food's delicious. I'm having a great time. I can't hear you. But ha- he's like, that's probably why you're having a great time. <laughs> yeah, there was some good dialogue. So then after dinner, they go out for frozen yogurt. And he puts all kinds of stuff on his, which is what I do. <laughs> and she's like, doesn't that defeat the purpose? He's like, I can add stuff. It's non-fat. Now, I know that it's not any healthier than ice cream. But, 
but I load mine up with chocolate and Reese's Cups and Oreos. I just, I do too. I just like it when he when he was making fun of the other people that were tasting it. He goes, "You're not buying a house. Just take a chance." Ha. <laughs> pretty funny. I, I also don't get adventurous and most like chocolate. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm the same. Tony chocolate, strawberry, gets, uh, Captain Crunch. Fr- fruity Pebbles or Captain yeah. Crunch. Tony always goes for that. If See, I'm... for me, it's all about the toppings. No. Because the <laughs> toppings are just so plentiful. <laughs> like you just go with your chocolate base and you go from there. <laughs> I don't like frozen yogurt. I know. At all? She's no, I don't like cream. food that pretends to be other yes. food. And it's yogurt that How is pretending it's ice other... cream. No, it's not. It's not. Says I just name. want ice cream. I think cream. In the initially yogurt. it was, but I think now we've moved past that. And it's the frozen yogurt. I will never move past it. And I don't who's lactose intolerant, I can't eat ice cream, but I can eat frozen yogurt. It, like, it doesn't bother me the way ice cream does. I'm all about the fro-yo. Look, fro-yo. <laughs> I'm not against everybody else eating it. I just don't want to eat food that pretends to be she other. It's not pretending it's frozen yogurt. It's not, because it's not a turkey burger, bacon, it's turkey. turkey like, I don't like, not okay with it. Turkey needs to be turkey. I don't, I don't, like, I don't like that um, either. Why do they call it soy milk? It ain't fucking milk, it's juice. <laughs> I, I, I do follow some of that. All right, so, but anyway, so, would you really, like more of your turkey bacon? Can I just say, I don't like, I don't really care for frozen yogurt. She just said that like if, 18 times. If I have an option, I never pick it. But if I'm there, I'm going to go chocolate and all of the chocolate toppings. Uh, or if they have With a, a coffee fudge. one, like a mocha. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, mm. some raspberries <laughs> on top. Maybe some gummy bears, just mix it up. A mm. L- little sweetness. <laughs> I get enough gummy bears. <laughs> her cup looks empty, though. Did anybody Yeah, her she cup just does got, look like, empty. bland yeah. vanilla. <laughs> but he's got a great line here where he's like, give me that. You got some money? <laughs> that was good. I was like, yes! She, she legit goes to pull out money, and he's like, no, I'm kidding, and he pays for it. You know what, really and I appreciate good. that, because if I was dating, I would do some shit, like, oh, you got some money, and if she didn't reach for that wallet, we're done. Mm. <laughs> it would be like the equivalent of the door test. You know the door test? No. All right, let me explain to you. <laughs> See, back in the day, you know, before you had electric locks, when you just walked up and do, well, the doors were unlocked, you had to unlock the door. See, what you do is you go and you unlock your lady's door, mm. and you let her in. And you walk around oh, the back yeah. of the car and you look in the back window. If she doesn't reach over to, to unpull that no. button, she's a dog. You dump her and you dump her fast. <laughs> that's, a, that's from a movie, by the way. A Bronx okay. Tale. Okay. So this is the new version of that. As you go there and... Yeah, there you go. So what you do is... <laughs> Tony has to you always offer for, the, my ask her for money. car that way every time because it doesn't work. Well, you broke it. Button. So. He claims I broke it. I now, don't use that door. He, <laughs> if he would... He always didn't break it. <laughs> Excuse me. If he would unlock my side, my mistress then I doesn't would even get use in that. and push oh. the button to unlock his door. But he unlocks his door, gets in the car, and then unlocks my side. Sometimes. He can unlock my side with the key. If he did that, then I would push the button, but he never does. Well, you anyway. learn not to break doors. <laughs> <laughs> You're in timeout until my door heals or until you learn to not do that. <laughs> we'll see which one works. This is a window into life with Tony. <laughs> um, first of all, well played, Tony. <laughs> Second, you know, if she doesn't offer, then she's expecting. And in this day and age, you can't expect somebody to take care of you like that. That's not right. I, I bought us All the women who ain't dependent. Oh, yeah. No, no I Beyonce. I said, Tony, you want to go out for breakfast? I'll buy you breakfast. So I expect John to pay. Because we're married and he has more money in his <laughs> wallet than me. <laughs> and I money. always pay. He had a chip. That's not true. Sometimes I, I pay. pay. No, because sometimes she'll reach for her wallet and I'll just let her. <laughs> like, oh, she's reaching. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't say you always pay. Sometimes I pay. 
Sometimes I actually have. But, but more not when we money buy guacamole. Pocket, so I. <laughs> but not whenever. When guacamole's bought, she never reaches for her. No, dude, tableside guacamole is good, and I'm not sharing. <laughs> She's also not paying. I don't, want any, I don't want any of it. Take it all. It's got onions. Tony doesn't like. Avocados. I don't like avocado. I don't like he avocado like either. At all. <laughs> There's nothing in there for me. More guac for me. I once heard that uh, avocado means testicle. It used to mean a testicle, but they changed the names lately. Who's they? No, they changed it because it meant testicle. And they're like, oh, we can't yes. have people out here eating testicles and don't want to eat guacamole then. Yes, I know. So they changed the name. The farmers got together and literally changed the name of what they called it because it used to be literally testicle. <laughs> I yeah. know that. See, that's that's right. fun facts. Yeah, fun see, facts look. With Elaine and John. Friends, <laughs> friends, when you listen to this podcast, we're not just giving you information about movies. We're dropping testicles. We're actually not giving you information about movies. We're dropping testicles. I mean, <laughs> what was the name that was testicle? And how did they change it? Like, how is it different? It was like. It's not different. They just. It was like a Vacos or something. It was very similar. You've learned about 10 minutes of this movie, but you know our preferences in Mexican restaurants. Do you want to know when they first started importing. And where we're going to eat that? When they first started importing avocados to Europe, nobody bought them because they thought they were pears and kept stewing them because nobody knew how to eat avocados. That would be gross. <laughs> they thought they were a pear, they were similar to pears. They are not. Guess nope. it wasn't apparent. All right. So when he takes her home, they chat in the car about how they had fun, and he goes to kiss her, but she says, "Whoa, new." I'm not sure. Wait, they aren't even kissing yet. We're an hour into the fucking podcast. Yes, Carly, faster. We're still Let's go. On the Let's first go. Date. <laughs> so uh, she's like, "Maybe," but I'm just not sure. And he's like, "I I hear you. I hear you. I'm not deaf." So <laughs> he shakes her hand, and she compliments his hands, which they did. At dinner, and she referred to them as paddles. Ever shot anybody down on the first date for the kiss? Never been shot uh, down on the first date for a kiss. No, have you ever shot anybody? I don't down? think so. No, <laughs> I'm terrible. If somebody goes to kiss me on a date, I'll probably just kiss them because <laughs> it's easier than shooting them down. Well, it's gonna take ten minutes to explain this, but go ahead. I'm not gonna shoot them down. We That's a why. very important fact. How good a kisser are you? Yeah, that's if, true. If you like lick my whole face, well, then I know I'm not going back but for date number two. But if you didn't enjoy the date, you're not gonna let him kiss you, right? I think or if you didn't enjoy the date, you thought they were the date it was really apparent I didn't enjoy. Yeah, the date. they're not gonna try. Elaine's uh, pretty hey, obvious. That's don't, not don't true. assume that. Oh, really? Okay, that's never happened. They're gonna they're <laughs> gonna throw the naked man out there. That's right. Because the date has gone, you know, the date has gone bad. I'm not gonna see you again. They got nothing to lose. Let's give it a shot. You, you know, worse than Maybe that. they're good kissers, but the date was bad for me, too. Maybe I just want to see how good a kisser they are. The sex could be mind-blowing. I'm not you judging. never know. You never know. Asking. You never know. If they, if they got the guts to go in, I'm going to let them. All right. But they shake hands. I'll go really? my t- I'll go my 10. Really? If they go that 90. So what you're telling me is if any guy <laughs> leans in to kiss you, you're going to let him do it. If I'm on, on a date. date with him, yes. Stop dating men. She's not. Okay. <laughs> That's not what she said. So, I only date you, little boy. Oh. So she compliments his paddles, and he says, I like your ass. And then she laughs and gets out of the car. That's pretty funny. And when she goes in the house, her daughter and Chloe are on the couch talking about how Chloe really likes Chris and can't decide if she should sleep with him because she doesn't want to do something she'll regret. How old is Chloe? They 18. Just, they're 18. They just graduated from high school. I can't. I have an 18-year-old daughter, so I can't support um, telling them to sleep with anybody. I feel oh, like I this you is feel that way. <laughs> It's really none of my business. Tony's like, should have called a D by then. You, you, hey, you're, you're still a virgin at 18. Tony's all shocked. <laughs> I'm not saying anything They're about. They're both just looking at him and shaking their heads. No one has sex with me. Everyone else is an asexual oh. being. This has been covered before, especially my children. Well, storks are busy so, uh, in Elaine's world. <laughs> 
at some point, there will officers. There appear. might be a circumstance where you have to recognize that your kids will. <laughs> I don't want to know about it. I want grandbabies. Uh, my mom was all about if you're going to do it. Tell me, I'll take you to the doctor. We'll get you on birth control. We'll get you condoms. Oh We're no, I would do that. This. You're gonna do it. I'm, I need to know. Well, here's my thing. <laughs> I need that I, to I be hypothetically. But not right I now. need you to take me to the doctor, and then I would do that. <laughs> but I don't want to know what's actually happening. I don't want to be the, the the. I don't want grandkids yet. So it's too soon. Too, too soon. Too soon. But she tells Chloe that it, she can't live her life in fear of making mistakes, and if she wants to do it, she should just do it. And I was like, oh, that's not good advice. That, that is terrible <laughs> advice. Actually, I think it's pretty good advice. I no! Think I think it's good advice almost always, but not necessarily to the 18-year-old to think about losing her I don't know their relationship. That's not your kid. I was going to say, I don't know their relationship, but I don't think that's their place. I don't... Tell someone else's kid. It's... You have to be pretty tight with that family. I don't know. I think it's pretty good advice. And I don't think, and when you're 18, if you want to have sex with someone, you should. And I think that. I don't, I don't agree. Stop talking. Go. <laughs> I think it's good advice. I, 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 go. I mean, I, I agree. I, with I, you. I, I agree with the advice. <laughs> I, I don't agree with her telling. If, I'm going to hit the pause button. to me about sex, I'd be like. I've turned the mic off. Oh, you can stop talking I'm now. Not the one to talk to, you know. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. It's not her kid. Yeah. I don't know. I. She kind of, I think the dynamic between her and Chloe is a little weird. Like, she kind of treats Chloe like they're friends. Yes. Instead of, you're my daughter's friend. Yeah, yeah. And throughout the whole movie, she treats Chloe like they're peers and they're friends. When Ellen has the cool mom. Yeah. She's not cool. <laughs> Ellen has the cool She's mom. She's not cool. It doesn't matter. She's Ellen has Ellen's cool friends mom. all see her as the cool man. You feel don't. like <laughs> I've seen her dance. It's not. I cool. do feel like I needed a scene it's between like a full body dry Chloe heat. and her mom <laughs> that showed that Chloe's mom doesn't care about her because Chloe's over there all the That's time true. and she seems like she wants um, Eva to be her mom. Mm-hmm. So you, well, you, the next scene yeah. we meet Chloe's mom. Yeah. They're at a department store trying on clothes. And Eva is knitting. She's not trying on clothes. While Ellen and Chloe and Chloe's mom try on clothes. And uh, we see that Chloe and her mom have tried on the same dress. And Chloe's like, Mom, like this isn't cool. You can't wear that. And she's like, why can't I wear it? It looks good on me. I, you're not the only cute member of this family. You're also not going at the same places. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not going to wear it at the same time yeah. as you. And Chloe's really weirded out. And, I'd uh, be weirded out. This is when Eva asks about the friend at school that mm -hmm. was rude to her and <clears throat> acted like she was British and finds out that that girl had a threesome and now she thinks she's, who was it, Chloe Monson? I don't Something. know who that is. Ty, uh, Taylor, Taylor Monson. Monson the, the, girl, the little girl from The Grinch. Okay. Grew, grew up to be a like a goth singer. Like a rock singer. star kind of. Is she a, like a porn star? No, she's a goth singer, but she's kind of sexy, you know? Like, she, she dresses all So she had this threesome, threesome and now she thinks no she's kind of a badass, you seen sexy, the Grinch. Girl, sexy yeah. girl. Remember like the little girl? Carrey? Yeah, the little okay. girl in there grew up to be like a heavy, not a heavy metal, but sort of a heavy metal singer, and she dresses provocatively. But Chloe's it was, a, it was like, a trivia thing on the Grinch. That's why. I know. <laughs> and then I just looked her up. I was like, oh, okay, her music's not terrible. Chloe tells it's her mom. It's not terrible. It does not mean good. Wow. That just means it's not for Tony. That's true. It's because Tony's old, too. I am old. So that's Chloe tells her mom she wishes she would dress Ah, that's like a callback to SWAT. Mom. We should watch SWAT again. And Chloe's mom is like, Oh, Carly like, I don't wanna I don't wanna dress like Eva. <laughs> not that there was anything wrong with the way that Eva was dressed. She no. just looked more like a mom. Yeah. Which is what Chloe seems like to want, but the dress. her mom 
isn't one of those moms. But they live in L.A., so that doesn't seem weird to me at all, that her mom no. well, is like an L.A. mom. Well, how do you know what L.A. mom's like? You've been in L.A.? Uh, but I've watched The Real Housewives. Oh. <laughs> you know, that's not real. No, I know. Moving on. Just, we're going to let that all, one lie. I've been to L.A., seen, just saying. We've all seen TV. Where just, that, just, that's, look, that's the idea that the media gives you of what the I don't know. Like LA, LA mom to me is um, Mrs. Walsh. Have you, been, have you been to L.A.? No. Okay, let me explain to you about L.A. What a burger. Oh not as God. good as I thought. All right. That's all I got so, about L.A. Whataburger, Whataburger. I was hungry, but the Whataburger was like, it's okay. <laughs> so we cut to Eva has just given Marianne another massage, and she asks how it's going with the humorless guy. Marianne's like, oh, it didn't work out. But uh, what about you? Do you have a boyfriend? And Eva's like, I don't, but I had a really good first date the, over the weekend. And His uh, name is Tony. He's got a really good job. He's in waste management. She says <laughs> that they were really flirty and talked the whole time. At first, she didn't think he was attractive. But now she thinks he's kind of sexy. Ooh, sexy, sexy. And then we cut to what I think is date number two. The brunch? The brunch. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst thing happened to a dude at brunch ever. <laughs> why would you wear pajamas? So she arrives with a bottle of champagne, and she's like, oh, did I come on the wrong day? And he's like, why? And she's like, you're wearing your pajamas. <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. like, I want it to be comfortable. It's brunch. <laughs> Which is why you don't do this. We'll get there. Keep talking. So they talk about how both their daughters are going away for college. Blah, 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 blah. Let them. Get to the good part. What if something happens to them? They're going so far away. What's life going to be like without them? And she's like, we're going to have to develop hobbies. She knits. He says, I weave in the garage. And she's like, really? And he's like, no. <laughs> Why would you think I weave? And she's like, I didn't want to insult you if you weave. <laughs> So, That'd be unbelievable. Uh, oh. Ah. So <laughs> he, uh, he's talking to her about how even though he only has his daughter half the time, he still doesn't know what it's going to be like without her. And, and that's her, when she says... Her eyes keep kind of shooting down to the crotchal like, region. She's sitting at the table and he's standing up. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I can see your penis. <laughs> and he's like, what? Oh, God. <laughs> the best part of the whole and fucking then, scene. The best part. He goes around the corner and he's like, well, what'd you think? <laughs> yes. He is hilarious in this movie. And she goes, you look healthy. healthy. <laughs> My man. But go, yeah, pretty go change your pants. <laughs> My man. He's like, well, you like? Uh, She's like, yes. And he's like, yes! <laughs> Pretty good. So after brunch, they sit in the backyard and talk about why they got divorced. He says they never had sex, not his choice. But he's pretty sure she had an affair, which means she did like sex, just not with him. That's kind of a hard reality to face. Yep. Mm. She thought his job was stupid. and they, He's got the best job ever. She thought yeah. he parented badly, and he thought she parented badly, and they fought all the time. And while he's talking, she's absentmindedly pulling up weeds around his steps. And uh, and he's like, what are you doing messing up my yard? And she's like, you have a lot of weeds. So then while she talks, he starts picking at around his chair. And she's like, that's grass. And he's like, all right, I'll put it back. <laughs> and I do this if I'm sitting on somebody's steps. And they're like, we're just chatting. I, I'm weeding. I'm a weirdo like that. I'm not, oh, really? I'm, well, in that I'm meantime, when we're done with this, can we go sit in the front? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, don't do it in my house. Well, we never sit outside. I know. We're about to start sitting outside, Carly. Let's go. As a matter of fact, let's bring this podcast Yay. outside. Ah. Road trip. She says she and her ex didn't have sex either. Not his choice. But uh, Not his choice. So she decided they weren't having sex anymore. Yeah. But they so, were pretty out of sync let in me that get, department and every area. Let me ask you a question here. Uh-huh. So she decided they're not having sex anymore. Is he okay to go have sex somewhere else? 
Because well, I do to. believe it was Ron White said, I'm a good dog. I'll stay on the porch, but you have to pet me for once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not justified to go have an affair. But so you say no. No, I say you get a divorce. Well, first you get the divorce, then you can go have sex. But she cut you off. That's that's what my my honorable answer is. <laughs> I, I, I can't... I'm not in Blaine? that situation. This is what I think. So, in the beginning, it's just you and Rosie Palm. Because if you want an orgasm, that's very easy to do. All right, well, she just went... But she went way to make it weird. She, if she blanketly cuts you off, then obviously you need to get a divorce. At some point... Unless you have both discussed it and realize that you want to be married but you don't want to have sex if you're both if neither one of you want to have sex but you want to be married you know you don't get to have sex somewhere else then you just have to masturbate forever but if and some people eventually as they get older just don't really have they a just, sex drive they have anymore. no interest if both people are okay with that that's fine but, but if, if not, you need sex okay as part that. of a healthy relationship and they're not willing to give it to you then you need to get out of that relationship yeah. so you say break up before you go yes yeah. Okay. Or if have you're an thinking open about being with can, somebody else, that's not gonna work. Then you're not oh, no, as invested but... in this person anymore, so you right. need to break it off. Mm-hmm. And also, if you cut off the sex, then I don't think you get to be super shocked when your relationship ends. <laughs> All right, that's a good point, Carly. I like where you, where you went there. Good job. All right, moving on. Now we've covered that, friends. If you're out there, <laughs> we've now covered it for you. There's asleep. no question. <laughs> She's asleep, and you're married uh, to her, and she won't give you sex. That means no. That means still means no. <laughs> that, means, that, mean, that still means no. <laughs> All right. But she says they were pretty out of sync everywhere, and they fought constantly about their parenting as well. So uh, she takes off her shoe because she has a blister, and then we learn that he has a little a little thing about feet. That's not weird. <laughs> no, it's really not. A lot of people have a thing about feet. I don't she get that. She kind of gives him a hard time about... She's like, have you seen yeah, your she feet? Did. Hello. And he's like, I'm used to my feet. What's, what's funny is later on, he gives her a hard time. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, do you want a I'm band-aid? And she's like, yeah, and maybe a bag for my foot. And uh, <laughs> he's bags? like, I knew I shouldn't hey. have told you about this. <laughs> so uh, while she's putting the band-aid on, they kind of uh, talk about whether her clients are attracted to her. And she says sometimes they hit on her, which is, we know, not true. But... <laughs> Or maybe it's just what she Actually, we don't know it's yeah. not true because Will seemed very interested in whether they got boners or thought or asked her out. Yeah, and I would definitely him tell no. him no, no matter what. <laughs> oh, that's it, true. Because yeah. <laughs> he's interested. Whereas this is the guy I'm, you know. And he's like, and I mean, she's an attractive woman. People hit on her. You know, yeah. that's just silly. And mm-hmm. he's, she's like, I could give you a massage sometimes. And he, sometimes he's like, that sounds nice, but I would definitely hit on you. And she's like, that, that would be okay. And hey. he's like, oh, you want to kiss? And she's like, yeah. And then they kiss. He kisses her, and then she kisses him, and then they kiss again. And mm. then we cut to them post-coital. <laughs> post-coital. <laughs> Friends, that means they hopped on the good foot. That's it. People who that don't know that weird escalated. old reference, that means they had sex. That kiss escalated. How is that an old reference? It's but, an old uh, reference. She, he's like, you didn't open your eyes, did you? And she's like, no, no, I didn't open my eyes because I figure if I can't see you, you can't see me. And he goes, oh, I saw you. <laughs> he's like, I was looking. 
And then she sighs. He's like, you didn't even see the phone. I was taking pictures. <laughs> she says, I'm tired of being funny. And he says, me too. And she says, but you're not funny. And then they just, I guess, take a nap. Because it's not nighttime. It's the middle They're, of the day. Wait, wait, so, <laughs> so they just had brunch. We're saying like 11 o'clock brunch? Sure. Yeah. 11, maybe 10.30. So they had sex. We'll say it's about noon, 1 o'clock okay. best. Right. And they're taking a fucking nap. Are you saying you don't find they yourself might've... on the weekends napping at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? You're not home. You have no idea what I'm doing. They ate a lot of bread. Uh, also, yeah, <laughs> bread and sex make people sleepy. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I still might. You're not home. You have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Usually now. All right. So next we cut to her. It was like 74 and breezy in the hammock. Come on. Yeah. You take a nap too. You got to. We cut to her at Sarah's house helping her move a chair. And she's telling Sarah about how she had a great time and that they had such good sex. And uh, the housekeeper walks in and even greets her and looks at Sarah like, is she still employed here? Yeah. <laughs> and Sarah's like, look, you don't even understand. Will wouldn't fire her. And eventually it got bad enough that I did. But then she cried and then I cried and then I hired her back. <laughs> and he was like, that doesn't surprise me. You're a nice person. And she's like, isn't that like some people say I'm nice. Will thinks that I'm just weak and I need to grow back <laughs> And I should fire her again as a learning experience. That's where I was like, no, you're not firing her again. If if it didn't work when you did it, now maybe he should do it. Like, you did it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Well, she tried. You didn't. You tried, but you didn't do it. But, uh, so you can't say that you actually fired her. <laughs> but Will wants her to fire her again. So uh, she's like... Keep firing, sorry, assholes! That. Sorry, that's another movie. <laughs> So then we cut we got on this ship? Yo! Even Albert in bed in their pajamas looking into one another's mouths. This is not something I've ever done except for with kids where you're looking yeah, at a, their teeth. <laughs> this is weird. weird. If I was dating it's someone, she's like, weird. let me see your teeth. They'd be like, let me show you the door. <laughs> this is just a weird... I have a feeling, because he says I've never seen wisdom teeth before. Maybe they were just talking and she said she had her wisdom. Like, I don't have wisdom teeth. That Mine never grew in. But oh, I was in boot camp. They made me get them, them removed. They weren't so, protruding or nothing. They weren't really? ready. They went and dug them fuckers out. I had mine taken yeah. out. Was it bad? No. Well, did it hurt? Yeah. yeah. But there was no reason for them to do it. They were like, yeah, we're going to yank you with some teeth. I'm like, well, why? I had mine <laughs> removed after Cross was born. Like, they started to get impacted, but I had to wait until after Cross was born to... Only two of mine came in. That was fun because I had a baby and and and, and, and lame. He, he had a baby and we had Cross mm-hmm. as a baby. So mm-hmm. he had two big fat babies that day <laughs> <laughs> for like two days. Well, like three because Gwen was like four. <laughs> Not even. Gwen was like she was two. She was she was three when Cross was born. So no, yeah, she was he two, had... but close. Well, whatever. No, <laughs> she was born in two thousand. Yeah. Cross three. was born in oh three. So let's check that math. <laughs> that math checks out. <laughs> and her birthday's in May, and his, his birthday's in August. August. So I just said the three. math checks out. Right. So now, now I think it was easier than this conversation right here. Just go to just so go to our like, website, and and you have all our information on there. I feel like maybe they were talking about weird stuff, and she mentioned that, that was yeah, probably. Teeth, and he was like, "Let me see." I have to go to work. I don't know. But uh, I just you hear about like military, you know, dentistry and everybody and stuff, got him. So like most I people got him taken crazy. out. See, I knew something was wrong when the, when the dentist jumped up on the chair, put one leg on each side, and was like, "We got these motherfuckers right here." Doctor Yankum. Yep. So she's like, "Let me see. It's your turn." And he doesn't want to open his mouth because he's missing a tooth. And uh, and she's like, "Oh, it's all right. It's way in the back. Nobody can even see it." <clears throat> Excuse me. And they start to kiss, and Chloe walks in. 
and uh, she's like, oh, 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 and it's like weird and a little bit super weird. And Chloe's yeah, like, it's I super was weird that Chloe's walking in her bedroom. Yeah, and I can't get a hold of her. And she's like, Ellen's at her dad's. She's like, oh, I thought we had breakfast plans. And uh, Eva's like, you hungry? And they have breakfast together, the three of them. I would not have this is you know breakfast with my daughter's friend. This is <laughs> like no, she's not here. Bye. But this is one of those things. Like if you're. If you have a daughter and she has a friend and that friend has a really bad home life Mm -hmm. and you know like there's a bad situation there, then you would do those kinds of things. But we don't get any evidence that Chloe has any kind of bad home life. That's what I asked Carly about the scene. I don't know if it's... With the toenails. There's a scene where Chloe's painting Eva's toenails and I was like, is that weird? Yes. And she was like, I don't know. kind of." Here's my thing. This is what I answered him with. She was raised by a single mom. And Eva's a single mom to her best friend. And we get the impression that Chloe is, like, always at their house. Yeah. I think if there were males in the picture and they, this was, like, a normal family life, that would be weird. I never painted my best friend growing up's mom's nails. But she had two brothers and her dad and, like, everybody in the house. But this is, like, an all-girls club. They're always all girls. I wasn't even allowed to paint nails in the house growing up because my dad hates the smell. Like, <laughs> girls don't really do this kind of stuff. There's Carl's arbitrary reference to her dad. (laughs) But if they've kind of always just hung out, then it's not that weird. I just feel like... I just asked. I don't don't really care. That's how I I feel I didn't think it was weird. I thought it was like, oh, she's making her feet pretty because Albert doesn't like feet. Yeah. Um, But why is it Chloe and not Ellen? I didn't think it was weird. The weird thing is we don't get a reason for Chloe to be there all the time. Which, because if you're like... Gwen has a friend that's really close to her and if and I could totally treat this kid like my kid mm-hmm. in different circumstances and I know people who my parents were those Do parents, I have to were those this parents who treated their you know you had those friends who never went home they were only ever at their friend's mm-hmm. house because I mean, they did not want to be home because home was bad yeah. I mean I, I was, had those I was, I was the, the stepdad that hated them or the stepmom that couldn't stand or the late life baby that sucked up all the energy and they were just like the big baby like you know what what's going on with Albert Neva but <laughs> now that we've heard about Elaine's friends and Tony's it's friends. Not weird, but Albert it's, neighbor. it's not weird, but there's no reason for it in this movie. Still, Albert, what's he doing? All right. So he shows off his skills about knowing what shows were on at what time and what day of the week and what year. Which, there's no way to check. Like, they don't check it, so how is this impressive? They just believe him. <laughs> you ever been to Omaha? All right. No, really. You ever been to so, Omaha? <laughs> not to the best of my knowledge. Let me tell you about Omaha. That's the idea. Is I'm just talking and you're listening. They're what's called bonding. I'm just saying. See, I don't know if you don't understand this. Bonding. It doesn't seem impressive if I can't check it. So oh Eva goes back to work doing the same day we saw her do at the beginning of the movie. And then she goes to Albert's work. And she's walking around like, oh, this is really cool. And uh, she, he's like, really? And she asks him what he does. And he's like, you really want to know? <laughs> and she thinks it's cool. And then they go out to lunch, and this is where she meets Tess, his daughter. And Tess is kind of (laughs) terrible. She doesn't want to go to the restaurant they met at, so they go around the corner to one she likes. And then I thought that wasn't, I didn't think that was so bad. Because I I thought it was more of, I don't think she's going to like this place. And you like this place, Dad, but I don't think she's going to like this place. Well, when she walked up and she saw the restaurant and she was like, seriously? I think that's what, it was like her attitude about it. If she said, you know what, I know a restaurant around the corner that I I think is better, that would have been one thing. But she was like, 
I'm not going in there. She was very snobby. <laughs> she was very, she snobby. very snobby, which is fine. She's like, Bee. she was very snobby, but she shouldn't. She crossed the line when she talked shit about Sarah Lawrence. Yeah, like you can like, be snobby to Lawrence. the girl yeah. that your dad is dating. That's perfectly yeah. acceptable. But you don't need to talk shit about where her daughter's going to college and imply that her daughter is dumb. That that crossed a line for me, and I was anti-test the whole time. <laughs> so, spoilers on Lane's least favorite character. And, uh, it's not my least favorite character. And he's is like, I think... No. Albert's like, I think you should just stay here and go to college. And she's like, well, at least you're open about it. Mom keeps pretending like she's so excited that I'm leaving, but I don't buy it. And he's like, how about you go easy on your mom? This is going to be hard. And uh, how about you don't judge until you have kids of your own? And she's like, oh, I'm not having kids. See, what's funny about this is she's like, I'm going to be a fashion designer. Which means she has a 99% chance that she's going to fail. At <laughs> 99%. She's like, I want a career and like, I hate kids anyway. Yeah, really? Like, and there's a 99% chance you're going to... That's a TV job. Yeah. He says, that's right one of those TV jobs. Like, oh, I make boats <laughs> for babies to sail on. That was a really good line and nobody heard it because John yeah. and Tony are talking about baby boats again. <laughs> they just want the word to get out. Oh, goodness. A lot of people have babies so, and I see a lot of babies in boats. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> Hit me with the line again, Carly. Uh, she says, I hate kids anyway. And he says, right now we have that in common. I, I told Elaine to write that down. <laughs> when they leave the restaurant, Tess sees some of her friends and leaves with them. And Eva's like, she's young. She doesn't know what she wants. And she's, he's like, she has a lot of friends. And she goes, do you think they have threesomes? And he's like, why? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> Which is, why would you say that? <laughs> she's like, I heard that kids do that nowadays. And she's like, that window has closed. And he goes, there was, there was a, a window? <laughs> <laughs> See, she follows up with like the worst line in the movie. And he follows up with a really good reply. Like, the best line in the movie. Great, great it's like, there was a window? <laughs> Where was I? Was I close? So, Ellen climbs, later on, Ellen climbs into bed with her mom and... He, and asked her how the meeting with the daughter went. And she's like, it was kind of awful. She's really a snob. <laughs> and then she's like, so are you hungry? And she's like, not really. And she's like, what did you eat yesterday? And she gets all weird now. She wants to know everything she ate yesterday. And Ellen's like, okay, you're being crazy. And she's like, no, I want to know what you eat. And she's, she's like, I'm leaving. So she gets out of the bed. And then we I cut would. to... <laughs> did you have a sneakers bar? <laughs> what time? Hands again. And they're chatting about Albert. She says that uh, the guy she's dating is kind of flabby and middle-aged, but she doesn't care because so is she. And she kind of finds it kind of comforting and sexy. Now, do we see Albert's friend Mushmouth in this at all? No. No. So uh, Marianne says her ex probably really only wanted her to accept his flabbiness and his quirks, but she was just repulsed by them. And then she gives Eva a book of her poetry, and she's like... Also, you should try this salsa because these tomatoes are banging. And she's like, but there's a lot of onions. One of the perks of my divorce is I get to have onions again. And she's like, what do you mean? And she tells her about how her ex would swirl all the onions out. And Eva kind of is like, oh, shit. (laughs) And then. (laughs) And I'm watching like, did he do that? (laughs) I don't remember him doing that. Did he do that? And then Marianne's daughter who's homesick, calls for her, and Eva's kind of looks around around the way and sees that it's Tess, and she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Why would you run? This is a douchebag move. You go, oh, my God. Because you don't know how to deal with the situation, so you hide. No. You, oh, you hide from the situation. She that did. always helps us hide the problem. She, no, but Has this that is the moment she ever? realizes there is a problem, and she hides because she doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah, that has worked for no people ever. So... 
All right, so she hides, so she this doesn't is, have this to This isn't tests. the moment she realizes it, though, right? Yes, yes it, it is. is. Oh, it she is. does? The onion yeah, thing is when she realizes it. Did, did he do that at all in this movie, before this? He no. Told he told her the story. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. We had a whole conversation about guacamole! This is before the phone call, though. Yes, this is before the phone call, but this is when she realizes it. Yeah, she should have took this for the team. She should have ran. She hid. I understand she ran, so but she wouldn't have to meet Tess. But she should have took it. She just realized. Like she oh, knows fuck, Tess already. I'm dating this dude's ex-wife, <laughs> and she's heard her all these horrible things about her ex-husband, and she really likes this woman, and now she realizes I'm dating this woman's ex-husband. It's awkward. Yeah. You hide you realize, until you figure out who you whose side you're on. What I realize is right away she's on her side, not his. She's decided in her mind she's picking her, well, not him. This is how she makes a living massaging people. So she needs to take a minute. Do I would I rather be this woman's friend or would I rather be this man's girlfriend? So you hide until you can sit down and have this conversation with yourself. Did she make a feel? list with pros and cons? No. Because in my I would if do she that. had, she probably would have come clean a lot sooner. Not Rachel. Then she could have <laughs> just went to her and said, I can't you can't be my client anymore my because I'm dating your ex husband and yeah. and I like him and I don't want to ruin it. Thing. It's a paleontologist thing. Or you go to Albert and you just break up with him and you never tell Marianne you dated her ex-husband. That's just how it works. So, so you lie to her. Yeah, you really no, can't No, you don't have to lie. Uh, omission is a form of... Is lying's little cousin. Omission is not a lie. Omission is lying's little cousin. Omission is not a She's lie. All right, Okanon. so... Okay. Marianne says she has to get going. Like, oh, I dated your sister. I forgot to tell you. Is that a big she deal? She says, uh, I think we should hang out. It would be now considering you hadn't met my sister till after we were married. Whoa! That, that and, would be. Uh, maybe <laughs> they should get there. together just as friends. And Eva kind of awkwardly gets the fuck out. But she's like, no, cool, we could be friends. And that... That's where I'm like, well, well, I understand know what's happening. She's hiding, in panic. She's in she's panic. panic. She is. So nobody um, makes a good decisions in panic mode. <laughs> and no one puts baby in a corner. So she uh, she goes in panic home. mode. You put your baby in a boat. No one puts your baby in a boat. And she skypes with Sarah, and Sarah's like, "Man, that's weird. What are you gonna do?" But then the light goes on, and so she has to get back to work. She's like, "Call me back later." Yeah. <laughs> and when Ellen and Chloe come in a while later, she shares the crazy news with them and talks about how. She had this picture in her mind of Marianne's ex, and now she finds out that it's Albert, and she's having a... It's weird. She can't really reconcile it. And that's where she makes the fat Albert joke. Hey, hey, hey! And, uh, and Chloe's like, but he isn't like that. It, he's sweet and funny. And Ellen's like, when the fuck did you meet Albert? I didn't meet Albert yet. <laughs> and, and they're all like, no, we all had breakfast. You weren't here. <laughs> and Ellen's like... What? <laughs> I gotta go with Ellen on this one. Uh, so Eva and Marianne then go hiking as they're um, first kind of hanging out as friends. And they talk about how Marianne isn't really attracted to anyone. And then she talks about how she tried to be attracted to her ex, but he would go on all kinds of diets and then cheat and be surprised when he got fatter. And some fans of Marianne's poetry interrupt them and they're like, hey, are you Marianne Hope? You saved me. And uh, Eva's like, that's really cool that, that your work saved her. But uh, she was like, man. But Marianne didn't seem to care. No, she no, did. She really Marianne's didn't. a shitty person, too. <laughs> she? She's like, oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, she was like, oh. She's like, I'm glad. It almost seemed like she thought they were icky. Like, ooh, you know, I'm glad. Let's get out of here. Get, do you have some hand mats? If, if you're a famous poet, I gotta think you gotta hold on to every fan you have. <laughs> This isn't like the fucking Beatles where you can spare a few. You gotta hold on everybody you got. I'm wondering, 
because there was a couple things in this movie that I was wondering about, and I'm sorry to derail, but oh, is this is her poetry like a lesbian thing? I don't, I don't so. know either because she said she wasn't attracted to anyone, and then we yeah. meet her two friends, fr- her two fans who seems to be a couple. Right, I didn't get that. And really? you didn't think they were? <laughs> I thought no. they. You did I not thought... think those two girls were dating? Oh, everybody's an asexual being. I'm only attracted to you. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I'm taking. <laughs> I'm putting that in my pocket and handing it down. Keeping that forever. Keeping that forever. <sighs> but no, I told. I wondered. Is this but, where she says she was a lesbian? Well, but she didn't. Because the thing with it is is like they seem like they were a couple they're fans of her poetry maybe that's like a thing her poetry's you know kind of like an Annie DeFranco Franco thing or where maybe. it's like and then and this hasn't come up yet and this isn't a big deal but she's hanging out with her um, Ava's hanging out with her a lot and then when what's her name gets pissed at her she calls her a dyke yeah so I which like, I thought I was, was like, weird oh, missing yeah, that was kind of like, huh? Because I was like, where'd that come from? And then I'm like, am I supposed to be getting this over? I think that was just that... like a really bad insult. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't get the undertone at all. Yeah, okay. but that, that would be Never like... An insult that's I way did, off I did like, wonder if she you know, was going to come out at some point like, as huh? a lesbian <laughs> or if she was going to admit that she had an affair. But then she said she wasn't really attracted to anybody, which... because. Mm-hmm. Albert thought that she had an affair, but I'm like, I don't think she but did have an affair. What yeah. if it was with a woman? Well, that's Whoa. what I wondered. This that's movie's what, like a parfait. That's what I wondered. <laughs> this movie's that's like a parfait. Why, it's got that's why Tony brought that up. He's wondering the same yeah. thing. I'm wondering if that, that there was maybe. an undertone. Maybe they cut it out or something, or maybe it didn't. Maybe they changed it, it. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it was, and you're picking up on some subtext that they just made subtext and didn't feel they needed to put it out there. Maybe. Maybe. Tony's got the... So, uh, uh, the, the he picked it up, but they were putting down. <laughs> they get back on track talking about Albert. Oh, and, back on uh, Fatty. And Mary realizes, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm being really negative. And and Eva's like, no, it's fine. She's like, I just don't really have anybody I can bitch to. And she's like, well, you can bitch to me. And then Tony's like, mm, she shouldn't have done that. No, because <laughs> at this point, Eva wants all the dirt on Albert. She's yeah. asking questions for more dirt. Yeah, that's yeah. when she's, I started turning on her head. Like, when she panicked and left... I was fine with that. But everything that happened yeah. after that, I'm not okay with. Yeah. It's, she should have sat okay. down, made a pro and con list, and made a decision to pick yeah, either Marianne or Albert. You got to pick a side in that divorce. Not a Rachel. Like left <laughs> and right <laughs> Twix. <laughs> All right. By the way, left. So, Sarah's with you. What the fuck is the matter with you? Stop hanging out with that lady. <laughs> yeah. And Ava's like, I can't. We're friends. And it's like I've been pulled in. She's a human trip advisor. And Sarah's like, just because Albert didn't work out with her doesn't mean that he can't work out with you. Just because you and Peter didn't work out doesn't mean that Peter can't work out with somebody else. Like, they're just, they didn't work out. It doesn't mean that he's unlovable. It doesn't mean he's terrible. (laughs) Just means she's a psychiatrist. Somebody else could like your ex. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's pretty much guaranteed. It's true. Were you saying if I'm you divorced, divorced me, somebody else would like me? and I are both with I'm sure people. somebody <laughs> will like you. Some, you think so? I, I like you, and yeah, I have I really good taste. While, you do? <laughs> I love... Right. I would even say, honey, I love you. <laughs> I love you a lot. Excuse me. Oh, Tony threw up in his mouth. That's how sincere I am about our love. Oh, that's sweet. Diabetic shock. All Diabetic right. shock. So their next date is a movie date. And, are you drawing uh, a ball here? What are you drawing here? Tess, it looks like Captain America's shield. Uh-huh. Tess is having her car fixed, so Albert's driving the rental, which he barely fits in. And uh, <laughs> when they get to the movie, he's shaking the popcorn around to spread the butter. And she's like, did you have extra butter put on? Didn't it yes, because it's delicious. No, because it's gross. 
This is the first time we see her make a comment about his food. Put that with your onions, yes. Tony. Now she's she's caught in some weird wormhole where she's commenting, where she's noticing every Carla, bad like thing butter? he does. No. Aha! <laughs> Next time we go to the movies, me and Carly are sharing. You and Tony can okay. share. So, it's not I weird. I don't usually get popcorn at the movie, but, but this, yeah, she now she's in the spot where she's it. like noticing. Oh, I always finish it before the previews start. Him and Cross race. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so during the movie, he kind of tries to chat with her. He's like, "I saw that actor at a restaurant once," and we we learned that he his whisper is very loud. He can't whisper. He can't whisper. That's he's a real gonna, thing. He can't whisper. He has a very deep voice yeah. and he also, can't whisper. Also, I would enjoy seeing a movie with him because I like to talk during the movie. <laughs> you shouldn't. Other people are like, shh. I know. But she's like, personally, you have to be quiet. You have to be quiet. I like to and go to empty movies. in my mind, I'm like, why didn't he go full Tony Soprano? I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck you gonna do? That's this is one of those <laughs> things. Movie. This is one of those things. One of the reasons Tony why I go to 10 a.m. shows at the yeah. dirt mall is because so they're very talk. empty and no one shushes you if you talk. <laughs> so later in bed, after they have sex, he Post asks coitus, her I believe very called. seriously, if she can breathe when he's on top of her. <laughs> and she laughs and is like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I know I need to lose some weight and I'm going to try, but... Uh, the popcorn is so good. Then he talks to her about how he thinks Tess really liked her and he knows she can be obnoxious, but she has a good heart. And But I thought it was really funny. He's like, I need to ask you a question. I know. <laughs> it was hilarious. I laughed out loud. Back at home, Chloe, this is when Chloe paints Eva's toenails while she waits for Ellen to get home. And they talk a little bit, and Chloe reveals that she went for it, and she had sex with Chris. And it was nice, and at least now she's gotten her first time over with. Ready to go, Chloe? I don't know how to answer <laughs> Well, I, I, like Ava, I'm glad it was nice, because it's not always. It's not always nice. So, yeah. <laughs> she's usually awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> you do it right. <laughs> so, Ellen arrives and she's like, "Oh, you're you're painting my mom's nails. I haven't wanted to paint my mom's nails my whole life, but she always said she was too ticklish." And Chloe's like, "She's in love." And uh and she's like, "Does that make you less ticklish?" That was a valid question. <laughs> I'm with Chloe on this one. Not Chloe. Uh, what's her Ava? Mm-hmm. No, Ava. Fuck Ava. <laughs> Ellen. Ellen. I'll get it Ellen. eventually. Get it. Give me names. <laughs> There's only so many characters. And Ellen goes to Albert. Me. I'm with Albert. There you Bye. go. There you go. And at Marianne's house, after her next massage, Marianne talks about how she talked to Joni Mitchell this morning about her new collection of poetry, and then how she met a new guy, a vegan, who had already read her poetry before you know, they met. When they said Joni Mitchell, I thought of one thing. A previous podcast we did on Love Actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> Friends, if you get a chance, go back and listen to the Love Actually podcast. It's phenomenal. Welcome if you also get a podcast. chance, enjoy some quality Joni Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Cloud's Illusion, I can't recall. I really don't know Cloud's at all. Uh, and she's like, I don't want to get my hopes up, though, because uh, I've been disappointed in the past. And she talks about how with her ex, it was a bait and switch. She thought he was mature, but then he really wasn't. And she thought, oh, look, he bought this nice house, but where he lives now is kind of not great. And she thought he could cook because he made her this great eggplant mozzarella dish, but then that turned out to be the only thing he could Did cook. Did anybody else really want that after that scene? Well, I wanted it after the next uh, one because I think eggplant is nasty, so and, no. And he makes her some eggplant mozzarella. I like eggplant too. Tony also does not. This is weird. <laughs> it's getting a little Apparently, weird. It's not weird. It sounds like John we and should I be need eating to eat together. together <laughs> and you and Elaine need to eat together. <laughs> also, we also, what we know this is old school, bringing it back up. Sour cream. 
and pretzels. And no, no, sour cream and cheddar potato chips. I oh, think yeah. the only person who likes those, the only person who ever met who likes those me is Carly, like mm. Elaine and Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Carly's so, got great taste in food. So <laughs> she goes to Albert's and he makes her the eggplant mozzarella, and she's a little weirded out because she just had this conversation with his ex-wife about it, and. Uh, he asked her about her day, and she's like, I had two massages. One was a nice lady in Santa Monica who <laughs> talked a lot about her ex-husband. And then she starts to say his name, and I think she was going to tell him. Because she starts to go, ow. Like, she's like, Althea. gearing up for it. And then he's like, I bought you a present. And then she chickens out. Well, he says, I hope it wasn't my ex-wife. Yeah. And she and kind then, of like... <gasps> <laughs> and then he says, I bought you a present. And I wrote down, everybody loves presents. <laughs> but I really think she was going to tell him because she started to kind of gear up for something and say his name. And he interrupted her. Um, and he gives her a necklace. And the whole time she's opening it, Tony and I were watching it. She's kind of like, oh, oh, like she was going to tell him. And then she chickened out. And hopefully this isn't something crazy or like over the top. <laughs> 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 But it's a necklace, and she really likes it. And um, I thought it was going to be longer because he made a comment about her shirts being low cut mm-hmm. and how he likes looking at it, which is why he bought her a necklace. But the necklace was kind of high. Yeah. Like, it yeah. should have fell more into her cleavage. It I was thought that was an though. odd... He moved her hair out of the way. And it was very sweet. Neck. It was, it was a quality sweet. present, and I liked it. <laughs> it was I very just sweet. wish the chain had been longer. I feel like that was a bad costuming choice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I had no thoughts on the length of the chain. <laughs> like, zero. For a year well, and a half, I sold jewelry. I have say. thoughts. Yeah. Thank God that is over. So that night, they have uh, they have a hard time. They're not in sync, and they have awkward they nonsense. They don't have a hard time. Bad sex. They have bad well, sex. Well, he has a hard time. <laughs> Eventually, they give up, and she goes in his bathroom and starts snooping. And like you do. He, she would have snooped day one. She notices. In my mind, they snoop day one. He has a whole, whole bunch of mouthwash and a lot of toothbrushes. And she's, she's like, hey, why do you have so much mouthwash? And he's like, I just forget I have like I know I need it and I keep buying it and then I get home and I already had it and I just every time I go to the store I buy a mouthwash and she's like what about all the toothbrushes and he's like I only use one and she's like so why don't you throw the other ones away and he's like I don't know (laughs) which makes me think because they're new and eventually I'll use them they say they're his friends or something (laughs) he's like I don't know they're my friends they don't go bad it seemed like they were new toothbrushes still in the package because if he was keeping his old toothbrushes that's a different kind of why do you have used toothbrushes (laughs) which you say I use them to clean the grout in the bathroom and the crevices which is why I keep used toothbrushes And yeah, Elena always uses my toothbrush and then puts it back. He's like, nice. not true. Are you all right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, you want to give it another shot? And she's like, oh, I'm just tired. So then they go to sleep. And John made a noise. <laughs> 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 so Eva and Sarah and Will and Eva's ex and his new wife take Ellen out and Chloe tags along. I was like, what did I write here? <laughs> um, she had a fight with her mom, and her dad is not around, so she's like, thanks for letting me come. And uh, she's like, my dad remarried this woman who never talks, and it's weird. And Sarah's like, well, here, here for second marriages, and her husband's looking at her like, that's, what? <laughs> and then they they all kind of have this discussion about how 
when people go into their second marriages, they're a little more mature. They've learned some lessons and and uh, Sarah is terrible in this scene. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> She's talking about how great it would be to be in a second marriage next to her current husband. <laughs> Yeah, that pissed me off too. She's like, well, if a lady was like, I can't wait for my second marriage, stuff. like, oh. He keeps okay. saying stuff like, I'm right here. And she keeps building on it. I'm, I'm like, thinking she's what not, the hell? I think she's a little tired of him. Yeah. Because he seems, I think a little, she's pretty, seems a little douchey too. She was pretty terrible in this scene mm-hmm. and in most scenes, actually. I really. Well, if her least character. Love her character as Eva's friend because, like, the whole movie, she's given Eva, like, you can't keep doing this. And she gives her good advice, but she is kind of like her husband and her don't have the greatest relationship. And it happens. Yeah. Um, Eva's ex, Peter, his new wife is like, uh, people are older and wiser, and his new wife is played by kathleen rose perkins who tony and i loved in the show episodes that we watched all of good job. <laughs> i don't know what that is okay it's you'd good. like it joey's it's in good. it good oh joey <laughs> i just like things because of joey i like joey Joey's the top of the heap great he's in that um Charlie's so eva says <laughs> that maybe they've learned how to behave welcome back to the podcast matt leblanc <laughs> and then peter asks for more bread and she's like, don't ask for more bread. You know, I'll just eat the bread. And he's like, maybe somebody wants bread. And she's like, does anybody want bread? And they're all like, I might eat bread. I might eat bread. So they get the bread. No one eats the bread. And then they talk about how this was an issue. One of the little things that escalated in their marriage was he would always get the yummy stuff. And she couldn't control herself. And she would eat all the yummy stuff. And his new wife is like, I forget that the yummy stuff is in the house. So it's not a big deal for us. And she's like, well, that... That's one of the many reasons why it's good that he's married to you now and not me. And uh, then when they leave, she's like, by the way, nobody ate the bread. And he's like, you did. And she's like, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then she's like, hey, what do you tell people when they ask why we got divorced? And he's like, I tell them that we just, we didn't work. We didn't belong together. And she's like, okay, but you told Fran, like, all the stuff, and she's your wife. And he's like, yeah, she knows more, you know. (laughs) But uh, later on that night, she's knitting, and the girls come in to say goodnight. Ellen sees that she has a photo album from her wedding out, and she's like, why are you looking at this? She's like, I was just trying to remember if I knew already all the stuff that was going to lead to us like all the stuff we we're gonna fight about, all the yeah. Like, did I have any idea back then? And of course and not. Ellen's like, no, you didn't. And she's like, actually, I think I kind of knew the like what was gonna be problems. I just wasn't paying attention, or I ignored it back then. So I don't, I don't think, I certainly didn't know. <laughs> and, like, if I look at my wedding pictures, if you had told me, if I like well, went back in time and told myself the day, <laughs> I don't know. If I, it was I, you, that'd be different. Yeah. Like, if, uh, if Marty McFly comes back and says, "Hey, blah, 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 I'm like, "Go well, fuck yourself." Yeah. But if I it's me, know. I'd be I'm like, you right. "Wow, you look like <laughs> shit." But, I, I don't know, but I'm thinking if you love somebody enough to marry them, then you're not being like really like picking them apart. I would hope. You know, yeah. you're you're in love and all that stuff. You're in love. As the kids say. As the kids say. So Ellen goes to bed and she's like, come on, Chloe. And Chloe's like, um, is knitting hard? And she's like, you want to learn? And so Chloe stays up with Eva while Ellen goes to bed. <laughs> Ellen scoffs and Bad stomps away. <laughs> I would too. 
Yeah, it's a little weird. And Ava, Albert bad calls. Person. Eva declines the call, and Chloe's like, are you still seeing his wife? And she's like, yeah, she has a bad shoulder, and she doesn't really have any friends. And Chloe kind of looks at her like, what? And she's like, don't look at me like that. I'm screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> the next time she goes to Marianne, she arrives as a fight is occurring over the phone between Marianne and Albert about who's going to bring Tess to school. And after the call ended... Marianne says that he wants to take her, but he's too much of a wreck, and she doesn't need that kind of energy, and uh, Tess wants her to take her anyway, and Eva's like, well, why can't you both take her? And she's like, no, it's, it wouldn't work. He's too focused on Tess. Maybe if he had a girlfriend, he could spread some of it around, then it would take some of the pressure off, but she doesn't see that happening, because he's a loser. Mm. And she's like... A loot? Like, really? (laughs) And uh, she's like, for instance, he never had bedside tables. And at first I was like, that's kind of cute. But then I bought some. And that was was all fine and good. And when we broke up, I I took the tables. And now he just has all his shit on the floor again. Like, he's not building. That's what she says. It's like a metaphor. He's not building a life for himself. Who would date a person like that? And I'm like, without bedside tables? Me? <laughs> I can't Vince. see this would be a problem. It would be a problem for me. Tony doesn't. I have one that I brought and put next to the bed on my side. <laughs> I don't need anything in my bed. Or next to my bed. I do. I do. I do my phone, too. but it's on the floor. I don't care. Nope, I got everything right there. <laughs> I like a table. I supplied a table. I prefer a bedside <laughs> table, but it might be better if I didn't have one because if I there's agree. a table, I'm going to put shit all over if it. If there's a flat surface, <laughs> Elaine will put a bunch of shit on top of it. I will too. Like, if you look at the windowsills. Yeah, it, that one's got sunglasses and a pair of scissors and some hair things. And that one has, a, like, a lip roller Is and an eyeglass case. No, it's, it's a, a snuffer. snuffer for candles that snuffs the wick out. And okay. you see what we have to do. Is that necessary? On, she uses no. candles. I, I'm fancy. On this window here, I got to put a bunch. Shut up, I'm fancy. I'm just saying, I don't see any candles. I'm looking for the torches. Oh. That, the, I got a box around on this window on here, window so window no, stay away. That's true. That's she not does. a candle snuffer for a candle that size. You, it, it's for a candle. size candle. <laughs> it's for any candle, like that, it goes like that. The wick is only like you're in the vampire. I use a candle snuffer either. I'm fancy. You're fancy, but you're not cool. These are just little things, but ultimately, he just never got me. He never understood me. And she asked me. On Elaine's placard, when she was dating a new person, would say, put shit everywhere. Has ever gotten her. (laughs) And she says she doesn't know. She's like, what about the flabby guy? And she's like, I don't know. She (laughs) says, maybe. Maybe, yeah. So then Eva calls Sarah, and she's like, I need you to meet him. I, I, we can do a double date. I need some help. I've lost all my perspective. And Sarah's like, adding my perspective is not going to help. Like, you, you don't need more people involved in this. <laughs> but then she's a good friend, so she does it anyway. Yeah, how's that work out for her? <laughs> At the dinner, we learn that Sarah sometimes wishes she were single so she could have flowery sheets. And her husband's like, you would like that, wouldn't you? And he's like, I make a lot of compromises. I don't feel like flowery sheets should be a big deal. <laughs> Elaine's gonna talk now. We're getting we're getting some insight on their relationship. I also wish we could have flowery sheets, and John does not like flowery sheets. So guess what? We don't have flowery sheets. 
but I got a it, nice Egyptian cotton ones. It took. No, you care about that? They don't have flowers on them. Egyptian cotton is so comfortable, but no, she wants some rough, nasty shit with some fucking flowers on it. I he like also prefers a very heavy comforter, and I like a bedspread and. I had to practically sneak it in the house when I bought one. And what's and on the bed? We can only use What's it on the bed? In the summer. What's on the bed? A quilt. And I'm always cold. Uh, you could snuggle. I'm always cold. Your yeah. ass is You like have ice. a thyroid problem. Al- I do have a Albert thyroid says problem. he likes Eva's flower sheets. And she says, they're not all they're cracked up to be. And he's like, I like her flower sheets. And Will's like, dude. <laughs> and then he says, I'm new. She could have Mussolini on her sheets. <laughs> Another good line. And she makes she gets she makes it awkward and she's like, Well, talk to me when you have night tables. And they're like, What? And well, she like, sees he him, he's eating guacamole and he starts swirling it around to swirl the onions out. And she and loses she, her mind. She goes weird. And she's like, he doesn't have night tables. And he's like, who cares if I have night tables? And they're all kind of like, I don't care if you have cares? night tables. And yeah, she's watching him with the chip. She's and so then, uh, siding with the ex-wife is what she's doing. Yep. So then the Kathy comes in, the maid, and she's like, do you want more guacamole? And they're all like, no. And he says, no, I'll take more guacamole. And she goes, do you know how many calories are in guacamole? And he's like... I don't know, 10? Because yeah. <laughs> she's just making it worse. She's picking at him. And he's like, no, 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 I don't need more guac. I'll just stick with the cheese. And she's like, you know what I'm going to get you for a present? I'm going to get you a calorie book. And he's like, please don't. Please don't. That's and Sarah's that's like, rude. Yeah. Sarah's like, yeah, a calorie book as it's a like, present is I think is you're a fat ass. So Here, have this. <laughs> <laughs> then when they go to eat dinner, Albert asks Sarah about being a therapist. And he was like, tell us about your patients. And she's like, I'm not telling you about my patients. I can't do that. And she's like, I do have a patient who picks his nose and eats it right in front of her. Right in front of me. And he's famous. And it's a famous person. And I can't right, tell you who it stop. is. stop. Who'd you think of? Everybody had someone pop in their mind. Who was it, Carly? I, I didn't. I didn't anybody. either. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Brad Pitt for me. And I was like, oh, Brad Pitt. I had no one pop in my mind. Really? <laughs> I was like, famous person. Remember, it's like, oh, it's famous or something like that. You, you know, Oh, you don't. Someone that was pops in for me was Brad Pitt. Tom Cruise really? Tony. Oh, you think Brad Pitt eats his boogers? I don't know. That's the first person popped in my head. I'm not you saying Brad Pitt does. Brad Pitt I, I would see Tom Cruise doing it before Brad Pitt. I don't think either one of them would do that. <laughs> Probably Although not. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, so. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, Eva's been drinking and she starts to get loud. She even makes a comment about being drunk. She's yeah. like, I like She's being like, drunk. I like being drunk. She says, it's overrated. Oh, no, wait, it's underrated. And they're like, hey, hey, you're yelling. They're like, Carly, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Carly, calm down. And they're like, we're trying not to wake up the kids. And then then she brings up that he can't whisper. And he's like, I'm whispering. And she's like, no, you're not. And then they all go around the table whispering. And then at the end, he's like, I'm whispering. And they all crack up. And I'm like, if none of the rest of the weird shit had happened and just this had happened, it would have been fine. And everybody would have had a laugh. Yeah, that was kind of cute. But the rest of it's picking at him yeah. and at the end of the night he's like she offers to buy him a and calorie they all book say, yeah. anything after like, that her friends no, are like no, you're no being mice. mean that's yeah. not cool and after dinner Sarah finds a softball in the kitchen drawer and she's <laughs> like Kathy did you put the softball in the drawer and Kathy's like no maybe one of the kids put the softball in the drawer and she's and her husband's like that actually could, could be real like, like, that one that of the kids out. might have put that in the drawer and she's like no I think it was Kathy because I keep finding weird shit in all the drawers and she's like well you like the counters to be clean so I move stuff off the counters but don't put the weird shit in the drawers and she's like look you leave shit all over the place <laughs> 
She's like, you let your kids draw on the walls. You floss your teeth and leave it. You put jewelry on the Why would you do that? Counters. That's disgusting. <laughs> she like, says you're she disgusting. Says, you disgust me and you can clean your own house. But Mr. Will, you'd be nice. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't felt bad for this Sarah person this whole movie because her and Will are kind of fighting with each other during this dinner party too. And I feel really bad for this guy. But... <laughs> I was like, oh, that's harsh. You don't want to know that you're the disgusting person that the maid hates. <laughs> oh, like, that's you feel a bad, bad for- day. No, you know what's the best part about the scene? Who put the ball in the drawer? Who put the ball in the drawer? Ava. <laughs> Ava walks around the corner. She says, my timing might be off, but I think I put the softball in the drawer. And they're like, that's not funny. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> because, well, because the maid we'll just get to Ava out. being a terrible person. <laughs> So on the way home, Eva's like, ooh, that was not a fun night. And, she, and he's like, no, it wasn't. And he's like, how, like, what's the big deal about how I can't whisper? You embarrassed me. The calorie book? And she's like, I'm not going to buy you a calorie book. And he's like, I thought you liked me. And she's like, I do like you. And he's like, why do I feel like I just had dinner with my ex-wife? Yeah. And then she realized that he's taking her home. And she's like, why are you taking me home? Are you going to stay the night? And he's like, fuck no. (laughs) But not fuck you. Right. (laughs) When she gets home, Chloe's on the couch. And she's like, Ellen went out with friends, but I didn't want to go. And I didn't want to go home. Is it okay that I'm here? And she's like, yeah, it's fine that you're here. And And then uh, follows up with, like, the worst thing ever. And she's like, actually, once Ellen goes (laughs) off to college, if you want, you could stay in her room as long as it's okay with your mom. Tony's like, what? (laughs) And uh, and she's like, really? What? That's so awesome. This is the kind of thing you say to the girl who has a bad home life. (laughs) But, again, you were right. Earlier, we needed to see that. We needed yeah, this her to is come not over okay. with the I was like, what? Or Mom's an alcoholic. Dad shows up Mom throwing shit at the house. Yeah. This is anything like, would have been good. Yeah. I know you're drunk and making bad choices tonight, but that's not okay to get a replacement daughter. I mean, the only evidence we have is that Mom bought the same dress as her. We have no not evidence. Not a bad home life. Not we have no evidence. Yeah, unforgivable. So they fall asleep watching TV together, and when Ellen gets home, she's like... What the hell, guys? Yeah. They're laying <laughs> she's on her. She says, laying Chloe, on can her. I have my mom back? Yeah, she's laying on her. And uh, Chloe's like, I'm really sorry. And Eva's like, it's not your fault. She's like, should I go home? And she's like, yeah, you should go home. And then Eva goes into Ellen's room, and she's like, look, Chloe's needy. And she's like, Chloe? Who's needy? <laughs> and because uh, uh, Ellen was like, next thing I know, you're going to be inviting her to stay in my room when I'm gone. <laughs> Too late. Um, and she's like, look, I've been trying to separate myself so that it's not so hard when I go away to school, but now I just feel anxious and lonely, and Chloe is always here. And Eva's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, can you sit with me? And Ellen's like, no. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense, because Chloe, or Ellen, was trying to separate herself from her mom to make the separation easier. Mm-hmm. But now it's just making it worse. And this is the part where you snuggle with your mom. Mm-hmm. Ma- you're still my mom, and I don't want my friend stealing my mom. Yeah, and then she doesn't, she doesn't do it. And it was like, what? That's all. <laughs> start to finish, this thing is weird. And she's yeah. like, will you show me what your dad and Fran got you? And she, they got her a blanket, and she's like, I'm going to finish my blanket. She's been knitting this blanket. She's going to finish it. And they got her some nice hangers. She's like, oh, you're going to use those. <laughs> I have those hangers. They are. They're nice hangers. But they it was are like, nice. But it was like a five-pack. 
Yeah, yeah she like really 60. need like a 50 pack, yeah. <laughs> So then Eva goes to hang out with Marianne and they talk about what Eva thought of the poetry. And she's like, they're beautiful. I don't understand them, but, but they're great. And just then Tess walks in and she forgot something. She forgot her phone. The Dad, jig is up. Dad's out in the car. Uh, and Marianne's like, hey, I can finally introduce you guys. Tess, this is Eva. And they kind of look at each other and she's like, Tess. And they're like, she's like, you know each other? And she's like, Mom, she's dating Dad. And Yikes. <laughs> and then right on top of that, Mom. And she kind of pretends like, what? What? Yeah, she tries to play it off <laughs> terribly. Like she's very confused. Terribly. And then he comes in. And then, Hi. It's, then it's over. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand. What are you doing here? And and Marianne's like, she massages me. We're friends, I thought. <laughs> and he's like, you're friends with Marianne? And she tries to go through the story. She met them at the same party. And he's like, so you've been seeing both of us? And she's like, I didn't know. And he's like, but at some point, you figured yeah, it he's out. he's like, I don't buy this shit. <laughs> You're not stupid. And she's like, no. And then she's like, well, at some point. And he's like, when? And she doesn't yeah. answer. And he's like, okay, you got your phone? I think we need to go. And he leaves. And then Marianne kind of sits down and she's like, I'm really sorry. And she leaves. <laughs> and uh, Bad energy in that room, I guess. Yeah. Marianne is never going to get another massage, and that's a shame. <laughs> she goes home, and Chloe's on the porch. And Chloe's like, should I not be here? And she's like, probably not. And she's like, are you okay? And Eva's like, I screwed shit up big time. And just then, Chloe's mom drives up. She's pissed. And she's like, I'm sorry, do you have a daughter? Because this one's mine. <laughs> well, you did, you did skip the one part, though, with Tess. Because she walks out. It's just when she walks out the door, she's crying, and Tess actually tries to be a little nice to her. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's later. That's oh, that's when not she here? goes to Albert's house. Oh, okay, okay. He just left with, she just left with Albert. Oh, okay, now. okay, I mixed that up, sorry. Because yeah. you, you even mentioned watching that scene. Tess is like, you're full of shit. Like, she's just watching her like, no, yeah. no, you're full of shit. Yeah, yeah. okay, <laughs> my bad. So Chloe's mom is like, how dare you tell my daughter she should have sex with her boyfriend? And Eva goes to defend herself. And Chloe's mom is like, shut up. And that's when... Well, there is no defense today. No, there really isn't. <laughs> As, I, even though I still stand by that's good advice. There is no defense to that. <laughs> and that's when she calls her the mean name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Eva starts to laugh because it's kind of ridiculous. And But then she... Uh, she kind of sobers up really quickly. I feel like that was one of those hysterical laughs. Like, yeah. I cannot believe this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Can this day get any worse? And then Eva goes back to her normal life from before she met Albert and Marianne. She stops. But then one day she stops by Albert's house to try to talk to him. This is when Tess is nice to her. He isn't home and Tess is like, I'll tell you, he came by. And she has a box from Cinnabon, which I have never seen outside of an airport. But... <laughs> For a mall. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, um, she offers her one, and Albert pulls up, and he walks in the house, and and he's like, you know how many calories are in that thing? As uh -huh. he walks by. <laughs> and, and I was she, like, probably about a billion. She follows him into the kitchen and tries to explain herself. And she's like, it really was a coincidence. And once she realized it, she just didn't know what to do. And he's like, oh, you knew what to do. You just didn't do it. And she's like, I was so torn. And he's like, well, while you were torn, you were letting her poison our relationship. And why would you do that? And she's like, 
she's like, I don't know. Maybe I was trying to protect myself because we've both been married before and we both know how things can work out. And he's like, well, you were protecting yourself. Who was protecting us? And she's like, I didn't protect us. And uh, No, you did not. And she's like, but it wasn't poisoned. I still really wanted to keep seeing you. And he's like, I wouldn't know how. And he's like, I know this sounds corny, but you broke my heart. And I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> so come in the back alley. <laughs> he's like, Big and, pussy's back there. <laughs> and you made me look like an idiot in front of my daughter. And she says, I'm the idiot. And he's like, I got a lot of stuff to do. And... He basically is like, get out. <laughs> Without saying it. Yeah, and we done. She goes to leave and she kind of by the front door kind of takes one look around and Tess is there. <laughs> and Tess Ooh. is like, he just really, really liked you. And she says, I just really, really liked him. Yeah. And and says bye and leaves. Gesundheit. Thank you. <laughs> so she goes home and is basically just consumed with the sadness of both losing Albert and Ellen's leaving soon. She finishes the blanket, and we we see her Peter. We, we see her and Peter take Ellen to the airport, and it's a very teary goodbye. Elaine cried. <laughs> I cried too. <laughs> I don't know why. And I didn't think I was gonna cry in this movie, but then that teary goodbye. <laughs> when Julia Louis Dreyfus started crying, Elaine started crying. It was like sympathy <laughs> tears all over the place. And when they leave, Peter puts his arm around her and he says that they made a fine person. I like that they had that they seem to have a good relationship, and yeah. I like that because they're, they're not that all you know, much happier being divorced and co-parenting divorced and than they were together. Like, like my parents get along great since they've been divorced. They yeah. get you know they hang out now. Not really. They don't ever hang out, but still because <laughs> they live on opposite sides of the country. But when they are together, they get along great. But there Which are maybe people, why they get along great. There are people that still get along well with their exes, yeah. and it doesn't always end badly. They're not all Elaine bridge burners. Some of them are Carly. Bridge keeper uppers. <laughs> That's right. If I got divorced from Lynn, for the I'd most never part, for the most part, <laughs> sometimes Carly rages the yeah, drawbridge. Well, you, she would, she's a bridge it's burner. It's her end. Yeah, I it set the end. bridge on fire, and I'm always sad. I can't push you on it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if we would get divorced, I'd never talk to her again. She, I don't want to fucking talk to you. We're divorced. Really? Like, okay Woo. then. Actually, for the sake of my kids, I will put up with. Ple- I would talk to him. <laughs> That's until, very big of you. Until until it was no longer. But you're Marianne. I can't wait till I don't have to talk to him anymore. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. That is. Meanwhile, I was very excited at Glenn's graduation. All right. That sometimes I, all right. weird stuff will happen on my computer, and I text my ex-husband and go, "Do you know what this means?" Can you help me? <laughs> yes, because he you, does. <laughs> because your bridges are. <laughs> doesn't your ex girlfriend live with you guys as your well, that's one of them, yeah. <laughs> so well, we know that Tony. Crazy. <laughs> Tony think, also keeps they, that bridge alive. That. <laughs> Tony did what? You also keep that bridge alive. Where's Elaine lights him on fire? Mine's no, not a bridge, so much as a big revolving door. Unless you know, there's like a carousel. So anyway, I don't have any exes. Now we cut ahead. If you Texas. did, they live. <laughs> no, no access, no limit Texas. I've only, I've only ever dated one person. Since we know they sent their daughters off, it's August, most likely, mm-hmm. to college. Now we cut ahead. It's almost Thanksgiving. And she um, is going through her day that we've seen her go through with the three same massage clients, Halitosis and Stairs Guy and 
super chatty lady. But now stairs guy helps her. She because asked him, she asked for help. She says, can you help me with this? And he's like, oh, oh, he's of like, course absolutely. I can help you. <laughs> because he doesn't want to be the douchebag who asks as a lady for, you need some help, and then she gets all, you know, catty on him. I don't need your help. No, but she just was not doing those stairs today. And she's like, could you help me? And he says, oh, yeah. And then he picks up and he's like, this is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it's we know table. it's almost Thanksgiving. And now it's Thanksgiving Day. And then she's picking up Ellen at the airport at 2. Sarah's like, you should come straight from the airport to here because dinner's at 5. And uh, we see Kathy again. She's she's working there again. <laughs> and Sarah opens a drawer and there's a brush in it. And she just closes the drawer and moves on with her way. <laughs> like they have figured out a system. Yes, and it's fine. They're not going to let this be a problem anymore. So... Uh, before she goes to the airport, she drives by Albert's house, and he sees her and comes outside. And she gets out of the car, and as she approaches him, she says, I don't always park outside of your house. I usually just drive by. And he says, sometimes I drive by your house, too. And she's like, really? <laughs> and he's like, no. And he's <laughs> like, uh, he invites her to sit, and uh, they talk about their daughters. Tess is already here. She's at her mom's. He's going over later. But... Uh, She's picking up Ellen at the airport at 2. And he, but he's like, I'm going over there later. You want to come? <laughs> yeah. Another good line. And she says that she's... would be a lot cool if he said it in the Korg voice. Hey, man. Going over there splash house later. Want to come? It's because everything's cooler if you say hey, Korg. Hey, Thor Ragnarok, man. If you haven't seen it, you're <laughs> a fucking classic. And he... Uh, Piss off. Ghost. She says she oh, missed ghost. him. They miss each I'm other. <laughs> and he says, I should tell you about some night tables. And she's like, Really? And he's like, No. <laughs> and they laugh and she kind of scooches up to him and touches his arm a bunch and and then the movie's over. Oh. Maybe they get back together. Maybe, Maybe they, don't. they don't. Maybe they don't. In my Which mind, is why they don't. I really don't really? like this ending. Because <laughs> you don't know. In my mind, they do. <laughs> I like the fact that you, as the watcher, have to decide. Mm-hmm. All right. I we'll hate get, it. We'll get to that. I'm sure you're going to have many feelings. I do. All over uh, the place. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start with you, John. I always start you with you. Always start you always start with me. Because you always hate my movies. We'll get it uh, out of the way. I like to always start with the person I think is going to shit out at the most, too. It's funny because <laughs> I always go first. <laughs> All right, so I always pick the person I think is going to like my movie the most. I always say something like this. That's why I always go first. John's always going to go first for different reasons. All right, so my favorite character is Albert. Um, because he's awesome and says the only good lines in the movie. <laughs> my least favorite character is Ava because she's a terrible person, makes a lot of bad decisions. And after... De- Basically, because after she finds out that she's dating her friend's ex-husband, decides to use that information to find out all the bad shit about him, mm-hmm. and it poisons her, and she also is stealing her friend's, no, her daughter's friend, which is also not okay. <laughs> and some of the other minor myriad of things that she does bad. Uh, my favorite line is, I like your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and... My favorite scene, who? That's a that's a toughie. I have to say, when they were driving after um, he drives, he decides he's driving her home. He's like, "You're not coming to my place." He's like, "Nope." <laughs> Spend the night. Nope. Where he has had enough. When he confronts her in the car. Yeah, like you are a terrible person, and I'm not <laughs> okay with you anymore. We're done. Well, he doesn't break up with her, but he no, just but knows he, he's he, not happy with her. Yeah, he's he on the verge. He's done for the he, night. He's, he's on the verge, you know? <laughs> he's just waiting for one more thing. 
Um, is that everything? Oh, my favorite tertiary object is the Cinnabon. Because <laughs> I love Cinnabon. <laughs> Too bad they weren't eating Oreos in this movie. <laughs> That would have been cool. But I was like, Cinnabon, that's it. <laughs> uh, definitely the Cinnabon. And I will yay this movie. Really? Yes. <laughs> Shock of the podcast. And I will yay this movie because James Gandolfini plays this movie so well. He is just a very, very, very good character in this. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what is the hell's name? Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. It's Julia, right? Yeah, her mm-hmm. too. Yeah. She, her character is, a, is horrible, but she plays it very well. <laughs> and I guess I see her as Elaine, so I know she's playing a part. <laughs> like, that's not really her. <laughs> so I'm okay with her being a terrible person because I'm like, no, she's good. She can't answer with the shit, but she's a good person. So they're playing the characters right, and, and uh, it was a good dynamic, and I like that they don't get together at the end. The whole movie, I'm like, ah, this is crap. And then, like, oh, they don't get together at the end? That's a yay. Because anytime they don't do that bullshit, I'm okay with it. So, there you go. You like that it went off script. Yep. <laughs> All right, Elaine. Counter. <laughs> this week on Point Counterpoint. Defense rests. So, my favorite... Yana. <laughs> my favorite character is Albert. The two Utes. He yeah. was great. So he was fantastic. <laughs> my least favorite character is Sarah. Because okay. she was terrible to her husband and... It just, it really bothered me the She's whole time. She's my favorite tertiary bad guy. Um, <laughs> my favorite scene is the first date. Mm-hmm. I just really, I thought it was a really good first date. And uh, my favorite tertiary object is the furniture in Sarah's house. <laughs> now she's always moving she's it always around. Moving the furniture. <laughs> Elaine does that shit. My favorite like, Why line. Why is everything in the wrong spot? My favorite line actually took place in a scene that you did not talk about. Oh. They were at. She missed one. Yes, it was one of the scenes where they were moving furniture in Sarah's house, and Will comes in, and Sarah. <laughs> So and Sarah asks him what he thinks about the furniture, and he's like, "I don't know why you always have to do this." And then, <laughs> I know what you're and then this little <laughs> sequence of dialogue happens because Ava said she's filling a hole, and Will says, "I'll fill your hole," and and Sarah says, "It's a different hole," <laughs> and he says, "You're missing out." Fun times. <laughs> That's awkward. That was really funny. Um. The ending of this movie bothers me because I want it to be Tertiary clear. Uh, the, said, furniture. the furniture. Oh, sorry. The ending of the movie bothers me because I want a clear happily ever after in a romance movie, and this was a romance. And romance is only romance if there's a happily ever after. If there's not, then it's just a drama, and I need a clear happily ever after. This is m- the ending that has bothered me pr- probably the most since the timer episode. Oh. Not as much as timer, <laughs> but like That's this. Why is- she liked true romance because. At the end, they get back together. <laughs> well, that was a great romance flick. By the way. I wanted him to die, <laughs> and you know what? They didn't. So that way, you like. You know what? I am happy when it all goes back. Like, yes, it is true right there. <laughs> that the genre of romance part of it. You walk into knowing there's going to be a happy end. The difference it's, between a fiction book and a romance book is a romance book always ends with a happily ever after. Every time, yes. if it doesn't, if it it's doesn't, not a romance. It's yeah. just a fiction. That's book. That's why she said that. Let's see it's really important, and it's really important. Okay, yeah, okay. To me right. and my soul. But um, how many times do you have to tell us? We've already heard I it. Liked it. It was a good. We're at two theme. hours. Just I saying. Think, I think it's worth it. Well, that's because we had really weird tangents. In the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird episode. Keep going. I think that it's worth your worth your time, and people should give it a shot. It's interesting. 
So that's right. a yay for Elaine. It's a yay for Elaine. Okay. And Tony. Bring us home, Tony. All right. That's movie this again? That's true. <laughs> that character, third. Albert. Big surprise. Yeah. Whose favorite character? Marianne. Okay. I'm more of a ginger fan. <laughs> <laughs> favorite line. Marianne was pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, In Gilligan's Island? No, not really. Favorite no, line is uh, when they're talking about the container store. He says, the store that sells crap so you can put your crap in the crap so you can go out and get more crap. And Eva goes, I love that store. I love crap. My <laughs> <laughs> favorite scene uh, changed while we were talking about it because it, it became <laughs> the brunch scene because I remembered how funny uh, the brunch yeah. scene is. What was it before really we... Um, oh, yeah, I want to change my two when his tallywhacker hangs When out. they went on the double date and they were all just kind of picking yeah. at each other, I liked the tension, but the brunch scene was funny. I so your favorite object the brunch is the yeah. <laughs> and he sticks his head out. What you think? <laughs> After he I want to change my out. scene, too. I'm changing my you scene to that as well. To that. Yeah, I'm changing scene. that to my scene. <laughs> my favorite tertiary object was the patient light. That okay. would just come yep. on whenever she tried to talk. I'm going to name this movie. It's garbage. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. I like this movie. I thought the, I thought the, char- the characters were really acted well, and I lo- really liked the dialogue in it. It has the, good dialogue. The plot was a little... could could have used a little more... You know, maybe a couple more plot points, the tension. I would, like Elaine said, I would have liked to seen the lady being a bad mother. I would have liked to known what was going on with Sarah and what's her name's relationship, why she was bitch, bitchy to him or whatever. Or whatever. No, Sarah oh, no, and Will. 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 I thought yeah, yeah. he was saying that if it were more like a regular mainstream movie, the maid like, would have been stealing from them or something. Yeah, <laughs> all kinds of weird little but, there's, but there's marriages where people fight all the time, but then you see them being yeah. lovey, and we didn't get that from Sarah and Will. Yeah. We just got her picking we at just him, got yeah. them being which is why she's my yeah. like. It was character. maybe it was on its downcline or something. Is but that again, a yay? We didn't get that. Yeah, it's a yay. That's a yay. So. Wow, three yays. I know. No, unless Carly yays another she's one of the movies. I've never only, yayed one. Only Tony. You've one. never yayed one no, of I've your movies. Oh my god, that's why it's such a problem. Ah! All right, so my favorite character is also Albert. Yeah, go Albert. He's fantastic. Albert gets four stars. My least favorite character on with Tony is Marianne. Yeah, she's shit. Uh, <laughs> she has her head up her ass, and it's just like, I can't stand people like that. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line is Eva said, when, when they're on their first date, she says, I could not believe what I was watching. No brains and the fake cheekbones and the fake boobs. Do you like fake boobs? And he's like, no. <laughs> no, I like real boobs. And she says, I got real boobs. And he says, that's working out for us then. <laughs> <laughs> he's really charming. My favorite scene is also the first date. Pretty much the beginning to the end when they're waiting in line to the yeah. rodeo, to the paddles at the end, and he says, "I like your ass." Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a good line. My favorite tertiary object is the blanket because I've always wanted to knit. <laughs> okay, you still got time to learn. I sure do, um, and I'm also going to get this movie. I agree with a lot of the reviewers that Four it's not for a young audience. You really have to have, have, to have some, life some relationship and life yeah. experience to understand any yeah, of it or relate to it in any way. But I, I really enjoyed it. All and right. The older I get, the more I want mature <laughs> romance. Well, I Tony's feel like, like eh. it's okay to for a movie to have an audience, and sometimes people act like everyone should be able to like a movie. 
Well, no. Some movies are for older people. Some movies are for kids. Some yeah. movies are for families. Some movies are only for people who like vampires. <laughs> Some they movies... And it's like, what? Everybody likes but every just, vampire movie. But not every movie needs to be a PG-13, all-ages suitable yes. movie. Like, we're different. Make John has an audience. Hence the green room. All right, and so... <laughs> All right. Carly, so hit it. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Twitter at unmovie podcast, and on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We would. And please subscribe, rate, review, and listen to all of our episodes. Especially Holly Davis and the Marlboro Man. <laughs> so next week on the podcast is Elaine's pick. <laughs> So, me and John looked at the math, and Uh-oh. we realized that my episode goes up the week before my birthday. So, I was like, am I supposed to do a regular episode? Am I going to do my birthday episode? It's your birthday. I'm just going to do my birthday episode. it works episode. out well for me. All right. It works out well for me because then, by the time that month is over, we go right into my birthday month. Oh, sweet. So, I'm just going to go ahead with my birthday pick. Uh-oh. And I've Woo-hoo. been back Uh-oh. and forth. Ba- like, really back and forth Are you going to give this. us options? Yes. You get option one. Or option two. Yeah, can tell us what they are? No. Fuck me running. Two. Wait, 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 wait. Option one we or option two. No. You have to blindly pick one or two, Tony, one or two. One. John, one or two. Two. Option one was my favorite movie of all time, Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, option two oh, was my you. second favorite movie of all time, Notting Hill. No. Oh. No. <laughs> no. I said no. one. I, said, <laughs> I heard him say one. I said one. You and, heard me say Carly. one. Oh, man. I'm going to go with No, first, she was doing that no matter what. Carly screws me out of Justice League. Then <laughs> <laughs> she screws me out of Gone 60 Seconds. <laughs> I didn't like any music from this movie. See, she so told me she said earlier, song. I'm thinking about Naughty Hill. And I said, don't speak on Gone in 60 Seconds. So I assume two would be Gone in 60 well, Seconds. Well, I keep thinking, I'm like. Of Nodding Hill. I'm like, I think I'm just going to have to pick Naughty Hill. And he's like, why, why are you just picking Gone in 60 Seconds? It's your favorite movie. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, maybe but I should just not, pick my favorite The important movie. part is that we're doing Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, Naughty Hill. Because my favorite scene is already going to be, boy, you need a role model. <laughs> I'm down with either one. <laughs> you need a role model. Is there any lines that's going to even come close to that in Nothing Hill? Oh. Ooh, you're not getting your way now. <laughs> you might have been able to talk her into it before, but no. Come on. There's not even a- <laughs> We're still recording. I could have changed my mind. I'm not now. Nothing Hill all the way. I love Nothing Hill. There's not even a scene where someone's singing Shake Your Ass in that movie. <laughs> no. no. I do love it. Yeah, it has the cool, cool guy from the, the core. The one Yeah, Delray Lindo. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, but that's not the movie we're watching. Timothy yep, it's that's the movie we're watching. I'm gonna pretend it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're gonna, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch that movie and as she's talking about Notting Hill, we're like, I don't we're I don't remember case. that. But anyway, when Angelina Jolie opens <laughs> <laughs> the show uh, Fuck me. 